o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And joining me on the program, as always, the one and only Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. And I want you to know any kid from West Scranton could beat any kid from Queens in a fight. <laughs> this is true, but kind of unnecessary at this point. <laughs> I just want you to know. Yes, yes. So uh, we just, love you, Uncle just Joe. So. Just, uh, you know, just, you yeah, know. Back off a bit. Yeah. Chill out a little bit. <laughs> I would love to say that Rain from Four Freedoms blog is on the show with us right now, but she's MIA for the moment. I don't know what's going on. She's probably having internet issues or something. My best guess. So um, I think we should, uh, we're just going to, we're just going to play Vladimir Putin singing Blueberry Hill until she gets back on. What do you say, Joe? <laughs> I found my hill. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, but yes, we are, we are, uh, uh, desperately seeking rain at this moment. (laughs) Um, but, uh, I'll I'll tell you what, let's go ahead and start in on a couple things. There's one story that, uh, got my attention right off the bat. And we have a lot of stories to talk about tonight. Not a lot of audio. We're going to bounce back and forth. Um, but, um, uh, oh, oh yeah. Actually, we'll start with this one. Uh, I remember, uh, oh, let me see if I have, um, um, this, uh, speech, um, from, from him. Uh, yeah, yeah, here we go. Uh, everybody remembers Roy Moore, right? Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, unfortunately, um, unfortunately, so, uh. Things around malls, looking yeah. for girls. You know, yeah, m- remember his, uh, concession speech? Good evening. Tomorrow my wife and I will celebrate our 32nd wedding anniversary. I want to thank her and all my family for standing with me through this long and arduous deceitfulness and all my tainted immorality. And of course, I touch children and women. You do. Thank you. (laughs) Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you too, freak. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, So check this out. Our good friend, Justin Bargona, uh, Baragona. Oh man, it's Baragona. I just noticed that. Justin Baragona over at Mediaite. Um, has this, the headline lawyer claims Roy Moore supporters offered him $10,000 to drop Moore accuser as client and smear her. You heard that right, folks. Months after yeah. uh, former uh, judge Roy Moore narrowly lost his Senate election bid in Ruby Red, a- Alabama, Alabama, Ruby, come on, it's Ruby Red down here. I'm Roy Moore. Let's go to the mall. Um, <laughs> mall parking is free. Mall parking's free. Oh, let me get sassy out of the barn. Uh, 
<laughs> in the wake of numerous allegations that he had sexual uh, contact with teenagers, a lawyer for one of Moore's accusers claims that two uh, of the top GOP candidate's supporters offered him money if he'd drop his client. According to the Washington Post, uh, attorney Eddie Sexton said that days after his client Lee Korfman came forward to accuse Moore of sexual misconduct, the two men promised him 10K if he would get rid of her as a client and publicly declare that he didn't believe Korfman. Sexton also said that he was told to smear, uh, told of his, uh, I'm sorry, Sexton also said that he was told of his smear of Korfman would run in Breitbart News. Oh, ooh, how lucrative. Oh. You want to get super faking news? You want some fake news? I'll give you fake news. It's about to get all fake news up in here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> also, also about to get very stupid. Uh, and, uh, you know. Stupid. Yo, you don't even know what stupid is. It's about to get all stupid up in here. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. so yeah, definitely about to get all yeah. stupid. Uh, but yeah, so uh, I mean, the, the article goes on. I'll share it with everybody. But uh, 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 our, uh, the, the question is: Is anybody surprised? I, I'm sh- I'm shocked, shocked <laughs> that there's gambling going on in this establishment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know, uh, <clears throat> when in doubt, um, you know, you, you know, stand by your pedo. You know. Yeah, what, you have to. What a you bunch know. of freaks, man! Yeah, that's it. It's it, I, it, when he thought this couldn't get more bizarre, it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and the uh, Washington Post has a picture of the goof that made this offer. Oh uh, boy! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> standing next to his pickup truck. Oh, oh. <laughs> How diggity oh, dog! Yeah. Let's take a ride in the pickup, boys. And he's got, got a wooden tailgate. <laughs> yeah, he's got a cell phone out. He's on the cell phone. He's bald, uh. mustache, about four hundred pounds overweight. Not oh, yeah, with that. Sure, but, but uh, you know, he just likes his he pickup. likes his chillings and pork rinds. Is all. <laughs> yep. You know. Don't um, fault him for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so glad I could bring back the Roy Moore voice. That's the only reason I'm reading this. Is so yeah. I can do <laughs> hey, why don't you go well, up and see if you can get that lawyer boy to drop her and smear her? Run, run in Breitbart. My husband doesn't <laughs> hate Jews. In fact, one of his lawyers is Jewy. Go on, honey. Tell him about our Jew lawyer. We got a Jew lawyer. <laughs> oh man, he's, he's all Jewy up in there. Oh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> except except he wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Except he was Catholic. This is true. But that was. Just... <laughs> so anyway, we're still waiting for rain. I hope everything's okay. Um, uh, I, I, we got messages out to her and everything. I'll I'll try and uh, add her into the Skype call one more time and see if uh, see we gotta see what's going on. Oh, says she's online right now. The little thing he says is green right now. I think we might got rain on the line. Let's see. Let's yep. see. Doggity. <laughs> Let's take a ride that in that pickup truck. Rain? Coach? Uh, it's, it's, uh, is that Jewish? There that she Jewish is. Lawyers? Well, hi, Rain. It's Judge Roy Moore. How you been, darling? Well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> and I, I'm his wife. I'm his wife. We're looking for a Jew. Yeah, I'm oh, sorry. No. I ain't Jew, and I'm, I'm slightly underage. 
<laughs> That'll do. Oh, that'll, that'll do, do just fine. That'll do just fine, darling. <laughs> meet, 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 meet him down at the mall. Rain I'll from drop four, off. Rain from Four Freedoms blog. Uh, welcome to the show. Sorry, we I haven't. I don't even know what I just walked into, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Roy Moore's back in the news. <laughs> and his wife, his his faithful wife, stand by your man. Trying to trying to get that uh, that lawyer of my accuser to pay him ten thousand dollars and smear that woman. So running Breitbart. So <laughs> that's basically the story. <laughs> I don't think people are enjoying my Roy Moore voice. <laughs> a little raspy, but why not? It's good. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's almost it's almost like a hybrid between Roy Moore and Skeletor. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Like Skeletor, to be honest with you. Skeletor, the southern draw, y'all. If it was yeah, Skeletor, I would enunciate much better. <laughs> That's true. So That's true. And you'd probably ride a horse better, too. Probably. Ride a battle beast. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> well, hi, everybody. I'm sorry well, I'm late. My hey, Rain. Okay. Where'd you come from? I'm glad you're here. Well, my computer. My computer. Can we just. I figured that was what was going on. It was probably Putin. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, so th- th- this story, I wanted to wait until you were on the program. Yet another one from Mediaite, one that I encountered first thing this morning. This one has some musical accompaniment, everyone. Um, yeah. Yeah. You're going to love this. Uh, probably even more than uh, Vladimir Putin singing uh, Blueberry Hill. Where he found his girl. <laughs> oh my god uh what a world what a world uh <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah so uh here we go uh everybody remembers uh, tell me if you remember this fantastic singer of the national uh anthem back in 1990 hey, tell me when I start. right now oh, oh jesus Yeah, remember that? Oh, I I didn't. Now I do. Well, there's a reason yeah. I played that, everybody, because because the Trump cult has a new hero, everyone. Oh, yeah. Um, this is uh, from Joseph A. Wolfson, Wolfie, over on uh, Mediaite as well. I'm not going to play the audio from her, uh, but uh, uh, Roseanne Barr warns Kimmel, y- you want yeah. pants for president? Then zip that fucking lint. 
I saw that. That was last night, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It yeah, was. I saw that. I was like, I got to go to bed. Yeah. As yeah, I watched so... Kimmel when he did the monologue, mm-hmm. and as soon as he said Roseanne Barr was going to be on, turn it with off. John Goodman, I I, I flipped him right off. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, so she she basically, um, you know, is a Trump supporter now. Apparently, she was a Sanders supporter. She's a huge pot smoker, but she's like, we need to support Trump because you don't want Pence as vice president. No, I didn't want either one of them in there, but we're not just going to let somebody slide for bad fucking behavior. The, yeah. You know, if he if we're stuck with Pence, that's not our fault. That's the fault of the people who voted for that ticket. You know. Correct. Yeah, that's a good point. So, you know, fuck you. Uh, you know, we'll we'll find a way to get rid of Pence too. You know? We'll we'll work on the whole thing. But yeah, so uh, she she um and I love this because I'm not even really going to talk about the context of the story here because what blew my mind was I was looking at the comments and there was over a thousand comments. Oh. All of a sudden, all of these weirdos, again? all of these weirdos, all these Trump cultists that I have never seen on Mediaite were all over there saying, oh, ooh, you know, just this is this. Is, oh, she's right. She's great. I can't wait to watch her show. Oh, they hated her back in the 80s and 90s. But do you remember when she sang the national anthem like that and then grabbed her crotch and spit at the end of it? Yes. And I, I but, also well, the question is for them. Skit. Actually, there was one skit where um, Ugh. and Joe, you might remember this if you watched Roseanne back in the day. There was one skit where a politician came to the door of the household, and he's like, "Hi, I'm running, you know, for your congressperson." Da da da, and she went off on like, "Well, why aren't you representing the people? The taxes? Like it was it was used by." This particular clip, and I'm sure somebody in our chat room will mm-hmm. find it and knows exactly what I'm talking about. I know about. what you're talking about, too. It was such a good clip. I mean, it was just, it was like, there it is. This is why people used to love Roseanne, because they were the everyday people. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't get it. I don't get it, where suddenly she's now like a Trump's hero. You know, I, I get it, because it's like uh, uh, Sarandon, Susan Sarandon. Yeah. It's like they think they think they are so freaking smart, mm-hmm. you know, because they live in Hollywood mansions and they're protected from all the fallout that their that their actions would uh, cause. Uh, think that uh, oh, let's just break it all if we can't get our way. You know, I can't get Bernie Sanders, so we'll, I'm going to vote for for uh, Jill Stein. Yeah, and let Trump get you know. Certain, I understand that to a certain point. Like I understand that from the Sarandon point of view but sarandon hasn't actually come out and said i love trump well i mean i mean she has in the fact that she supported you she look no but she hasn't you, no she hasn't said I that know, she hasn't I said know. i'm a supporter the way uh what's her name does but they are it's yeah. it's all they're well, all they're enablers the they're enablers right, at the very enab- least right exactly. but uh, exactly. the one one point i want to get to here about all of this is uh well first of all i have the distinction of being blocked by roseanne on twitter thank you thank you all uh i thought it was blocked by dinesh d'souza but it turns out i'm just blocked by roseanne and glenn beck those are the two famous blocks i have uh, oh but don't worry assholes joe scarborough don't worry assholes i got two more twitter accounts 
Plus, I could probably hack into Resist Your Sisters if I wanted to. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, uh, I'll get other people to do my bidding. Fuck you. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, uh, you know, and John Goodman actually pushed back, you know, because she was like, I like his, uh, you know, his foreign policy, something about it. And, uh, you know, I didn't like Hillary Clinton's foreign policy. That's what she said. And John Goodman said, at least she had one, you know, (laughs) (laughs) you know, Uh, but these comments that I'm reading, it's, it's stunning. They're all, they're all just jumping on like, yeah, she's great. And the one thing that drives me crazy is what people are going after Kimmel for. And I want to get your thoughts on this rain because where Jimmy Kimmel is getting eaten alive, at least it, it perce- perceivably so, by a, a lot of conservatives, is they're like, oh, yeah, he's the one who's worried about Trump's locker room talk, but he had the man show with busty girls on trampolines. Okay. And Are you to me, me, no, they're, they're, that's what they're doing. They're doing, and, and he played a game called What's in My Pants on that show where he shoved something in his pants and somebody would, you know, a woman, they'd get a woman to try and guess what it is. And and I want to say this. First of all, in context, when the man show was on in the early, late 90s, early 2000s, whenever it was, comedy was a lot rougher. Comedy was a lot rougher. It was a lot less self-aware because the internet kind of was growing. And, and I, I do want to say this. Um, anybody who was on the man show who, you know, bounced on a trampoline or participated in, in a game gave their consent and uh, they were probably paid if they were on-screen talent. They were probably what? hired through a talent agency, and we're like, "Would you bounce on a trampoline in skimpy clothes?" Sure. Yeah, and it was it was what eighteen years ago. Yeah, we've become more evolved about things like this. But here's the thing: it was if let's say it was two thousand. Let's say it ended in two thousand. I never liked that show. I just. I, I just, I didn't like the show. I didn't even know why at the time. Mm-hmm. I, honest to God, didn't even know why at the time. And so I'm going to use the reason, you know, that reason for the same reason why you can't. Jimmy Kimmel has grown up. This is a guy who's out there saying, can can y'all say babies' lives? He yeah. grew up since, that's 18 years ago. It was 99 to 2004. So Yeah, so th- things have really changed. Um. The fact that the fact that people, I don't. My mind is blown right now. The fact that people are saying Jimmy Kimmel, he did the Man Show, and you're going to use the Man Show against Jimmy Kimmel when you, as a Trump supporter, probably watch reruns of the fucking Man Show. Yeah. Now, eighteen same, years later, they're the same people that have vinyl records of Andrew Dice Clay. They probably are. <laughs> sure. Sam. I mean, Kinison. this is the thing. I I have long, <laughs> long, long held this belief oh. that. You know, people can grow. People can grow and they can change. I, I'm and a big believer in forgiveness. You know, we all do, you know, Rain, it's true. We all do things in the context of our times. You know, uh, geez, I remember when I was in high school listening to Lyndon Johnson talk about Negroes. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, on television, him, giving right? a speech. No, but oh, not okay. because of that. I mean, I mean, when a president, if a president of the United States today went on and, and said, uh, talked about Negroes, I mean, he, well, <laughs> maybe, but you know, that would be the end of a political career. But back then, exactly. that was the accepted phraseology for a president giving a a, a nationwide address. That's exactly that's it. Yes, that's but, exactly you know, what and, I'm and, trying to say. And, and, and then when when when. 
when you know as 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 time went on and accepted accepted names f- for different people and and how they what they felt was they were comfortable with changed we changed i tell you what if you talk about andrew dice clay there's mm-hmm. no way that he would have ever gotten a career nowadays when he kept using you know the terms bitch and i saw andrew dice clay back in the day he was raunchy as hell that doesn't fly now yeah what, what he did back then doesn't fly now and and going back to to somebody like Kimmel, who I believe has become an adult. He's married. He has children. He's he has had children. babies. Who's um, had health problems? I mean, he's 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 maturing. Yeah, where's Adam Carolla? And, uh, he's doing a podcast or something. But I, I want to get yeah, back to this but, though, because they're trying to say what Jimmy Kimmel did on a scripted television broadcast is just as bad or worse than what Trump did behind the scenes when he didn't know the mic was on, when he admitted admitted to sexually assaulting women. And you know what I love, what I love too, about these Trump cultists is they'll say, oh, he never said he sexually assaulted women. He said, they let you, they let you do that to them. They let you. Well, how would he know if he didn't do it? Yeah. You know, How would he well, know that if he didn't do it? All those women that Louis C.K. jerked off in front of let him do it, too, because he asked, but he still used his power to abuse them. Which is mm-hmm. very, very much different than having a television show. Much different than having, you know, I, the, the girls on trampolines, busty girls on trampolines, you know. I mean, yeah, that's that that's. That's really what it comes That's down no to. That's no more There's offensive than any cheerleading squad that I've ever seen. Or, you yeah, know, the, the scantily clad girl in the boxing ring, you know, or, or whatever. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, it's 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 objectification of women, but, you know, and arguably they could be considered victimization in some people's eyes. But if somebody's being paid and they agree and they sign a contract... And that's what they're doing. It's just like, you know, Stormy Daniels. She gets paid. She signed a contract. She's doing what she wants. You know, um, some people call pornography exploitation, but that's her job. And tell it to her. And she's like, I'll do what I want. This is my body. So, again, you know, there's a big difference between somebody who wants to just go up and grab somebody and uh, use their power to intimidate them to do what he wants. Yeah. Wait, it's not want. He, He said he did it. He said, yeah. He said There's he did it. And, and I want to do this. He's been he accused of doing said it. He over did and over. that. Yeah. So. So yeah. So so that's that's the 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 argument that's going on on this Roseanne Barr article. Oh dear. Is God. that they're they're like you know oh well Jimmy Kimmel had girls bounce on trampolines. Well Donald Trump would have grabbed those women by their genitals. I never saw Jimmy Kimmel or Adam Carolla for that matter grab anybody uh, anybody by their genitals. Such a so, stupid argument. Yeah. This well, is what this is all that they have. I uh, mean, I, yeah. So, but seriously, I, uh, but, I just feel like this is all you got. Then you just really look dumb. Yeah. It's well, it's, it's always trying to find equivalency on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. But I but I, I just saw this. Yeah. I just uh, you know but in, in a nutshell, Trump cultist. So you're. Your new hero, the new love of your life, um, your ideal woman is Roseanne, who butchered the national anthem, 
spit in disdain mm-hmm. for our nation when she was done and grabbed her crotch and strutted away like she did a great job. But, oh, no, what about all those football players? Oh, wait, they're black. Most of them are black. Football <laughs> players who respectively quietly take a knee through the national anthem. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, but, yes. you know. It, it's, and by it's, the way, you know, just a footnote there. When Kaspernak took the knee for the first time, he asked a veteran Iraq war yes. veteran that he played with what was the best way to protest. And the the, the, the war veteran told him to take a knee. So that would be much more respectful. Don't sit right. on the bench, take Don't a knee. Don't sit on the bench, take a knee. Should have asked Roseanne what to do. Then they would have respected him. Oh, yeah, that was beautiful. Yeah. So, and also, I had, uh, I engaged some of these people uh, uh, early this morning. And um, one of, you know, and, and I, 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 you know, say that I engaged. I, yes, I, I engaged them. Uh, I trolled them. Uh, and, uh, you know, they're, it, you know, and I call them Trump cultists. And I call, I, I like calling them stump dumb Trump cultists. Um, I, I like calling them racist when, when given the opportunity. I, I like calling them all kinds of names. I call them stupid. Uh, you know, because they're nasty. They're nasty and they're mean. And until their P, uh, post POTUS apologizes for the nasty thing he things he said about people, and he has to be specific. No blanket apologies. That's bullshit. That's a cop out. I'll apologize for everything I've said about Trump, but it's never going to happen, so it ain't going to happen on my end either. But this this one person was like, how do you ever expect us to engage with people like you when you call us names and you think we're racist? And how do you ever? Why can't you? And I'm, and, and, and I'm, I'm like, okay. So I said, I said that to him. I said, you know, we're not racist. There's so many of us who aren't racist. And so I set it up and I said, well, when he apologizes for all the nasty shit he's ever said, I'll apologize for the nasty shit I've said. Since that's never going to happen, it's a draw. And then um, and then I said, and if you voted for your birther in chief, you are by default a racist. There is no avoiding that reality. I was blocked. Yeah, there's no light between those things. I was blocked. Hmm. If you are a Trump voter, if you are a Trump supporter, you are a racist. There is no other there's no other way to do it. You support birtherism. Uh, there's nothing Trump can ever do unless mm-hmm. he were to do a full-throated apology for the birther thing, which he never will. Admit he was wrong and get, you know, uh, and and get that apology approved by Barack Obama himself. <laughs> the, I would I would say, "All right, all right, we're healing." Let's see what's happening. You know, let's see what we do. But he'll never do it. What amazes me about the people that you are engaging with is they were the ones out there saying all of the awful and terrible things about Barack and Michelle Obama. Yeah. And now they're now they're actually asking us to figure to now they're actually asking people on the left, Democrats, progressives, liberals, whatever you want to call it. Be nice to us, so so this way we can this way we can engage together. They're the and people I feel like, who. No, that's, that's not how it works. Because yeah. for eight years, I watched, I saw them for oh, eight years oh, during let's, the Obama but Ray, administration. Let's be more updated and specific, though. What did they say about Hillary Clinton? They said lock her up. They said Trump that bitch. They had Bill Clinton shirts that said rape on them. Yep. You know, I mean, th- those are just three little examples. Just three little examples. 
we're supposed to understand them and be nice to them when oh. they are bigots and racists. Yeah. How about, I, I don't get it. How about Trump's whole entry into politics in 2011 was based on a racist lie? Yeah. Birtherism. Like I said, if he apologized for that in a Barack Obama accepted his apology, I'd consider it. I'd consider being a little bit nicer, but... You know, until, you know, uh, it, if his supporters won't acknowledge, uh, acknowledge birtherism, you know, I'm sorry. You know, you, you, I think you're half of his supporters don't understand how racist birtherism is to no, people of color because they got zero. I don't, I don't think they don't care. Think they get it. They I don't. don't think they care. They don't. So um, I have anyway. this argument with so many friends of mine who say, well, you can't say that about all Trump supporters. Yes, I can, because sure. if you voted for the guy. Then you said I I'm accepting all the things about him that are ugly. Yep. That's it. You know, and and I thought for sure I really hoped that the 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 press would have played up the the birther angle in the lead up to the election cuz I really think that could have sank him if they would have, you know, really called him out. GOP looking at you too. When she none of when when you spineless when you spineless sacks of shit said, oh, well, I don't know, you'd have to ask Obama about that, and you let that shit, you know, grow, you're just as complicit. Yeah, that should so. have sank him back during the Obama administration, not oh, even yeah. the running up. He should yeah. have been labeled as a racist way back then. Yeah, well, they should have said, no, I'm sorry, we don't allow openly people who belong to openly racist movements into the GOP. Sorry can't do it except and, the problem with that was that the gop was openly turning their back on that whole movement mm -hmm. anyway i so still think it. i really yeah. do believe that and i'm gonna go during the break i'm gonna find the video i'm gonna put it in the into the chat room there i really do believe that a lot of journalists especially white mostly white journalists and the gop don't understand exactly how racist it was yeah like yeah. I don't think that they went out of their way to listen to what black people had to say. Oh, about, about anything, this. about anything, you Please, know. Particularly, they're, they're, particularly birtherism. Yeah, well, well, white, you know, white explanation of all kinds of things goes on constantly. So it's like you know, it's like they know better. They know better than those those brown people. We know better. You know, yeah, it's it's disgusting. So anyway, on that note, though, uh, we have a song. Yay, of love. Happy Friday, everybody. Happy Friday. We have a song of love and outreach from our good friend Macaroni. Yes. Uh, Trump cultists. Uh, <laughs> this is our song dedicated to how we want to reach out to you with a big extended middle fucking finger. All right. Let's go ahead and run to the break. We'll be right back with lots more. Turn up the night right after this. The only time I think I've ever been able to understand myself was on... Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Then things were really clear. When you living with stress This is what you play to get shit off your chest This is what you play when people got you fed up This is what you play when you just don't give a fuck This is what you need when your car breaks down 
This is what you need when there's traffic all around This is what you need when you just walk in And catch your fiance with your best friend This is what you pay when you get laid off And find out that your final check's way off This is what you need when you run out of weed Or your baby mama tripping with your firstborn seed This is what you need when them ends don't meet This is what you need when you fighting in the street This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is what you play if your boss is a jerk This is what you play when you on the way to work this is what you need when you come up shoulder Or at the drive-thru when they fuck up your order This is what you play when you waiting in line This is what you play when people wasting your time This is what you need when someone breaks your heart And says me and you we need some time apart This is what you play when you got dirt on your shoulder This is what you play when the police pull you over This is what you need when you just can't stand it Every time you do right they take you for granted This is what you play when we in a recession what you play when politicians don't listen this is what you play when you all the way through this is what you play when you say fuck you fuck you. this is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air if you ever been stuck or down on your luck throw your motherfucking fingers in the air this is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air if you ever been stuck or down on your luck throw your motherfucking fingers in the air I'm me, that's how I'ma do If you don't like it, fuck you, do you If you don't like it, say fuck you too Or some of you might say suck my food This is about being real with yourself Sometimes you gotta say fuck everybody else Sometimes you gotta let people do what they do Sometimes you gotta stop them and say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are from the bunker so we do a one hour weekly podcast we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective we will be on indie media weekly saturdays at 5 p.m eastern we are so excited if you don't have any right-wing friends you'll feel at home with us from the bunker with jody hamilton nick sadler and richard Beatty on indie media weekly saturdays at 5 p.m eastern
Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern. Right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott! What is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way. Totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God! They've killed Kenny! You bastard! What a worth It's showtime! It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And, of course, I want to say one last thing about the man show. Uh, nothing criminal was ever committed on the man show, just so you know. Nothing criminal. Uh, and, of, of course, Rain from Four Freedoms Log in Washington, D.C., welcome back to the show. Hello. I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to be here. I'm sorry I missed the first few minutes. My computer was having um, constipation. Let's Roy Moore, sad you missed it for two, sweetheart. Yeah, well. <laughs> ne- be on time next time, sugar. Meet you at the Orange Julius. Um, Sometimes things <laughs> work out for everything. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, uh, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City, also heard on the Tim Coromel Show. Welcome back to the program. I like to meet him at Spencer Gives. I like them lava lamps. They're nifty. Yeah, I like your lava lamp. I like looking at them dirty postcards in the back, too. They got boners and stuff on them. (laughs) Yeah, you have quite a lava lamp there, boy. (laughs) I do, too. Wee-wee! I remember meeting you at that dance recital back when you was, what, 13? Um, (laughs) All right, enough. Before there was a Hot Topics at the mall. Oh, hot topic. I buy my chaps there. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) My little tiny vest, too. Uh, (laughs) uh, All right. So uh, we're going to shift gears here because tomorrow is the March for Our Lives rallies across the country. Uh, I want to give uh, some special acknowledgement to. Uh, I- I've shared the- this YouTube show with uh, Rain and Joe in the past. Um, it's called uh, uh, Good Mythical Morning, and it's it's my. I watch it religiously every day. They do like four videos a day. They eat crazy food. They do wacky stunts. 
you know, they do weird games. They're kind of a little bit of the inspiration for us doing what the hell is that sound on the show and other other things. Um, but uh, they they typically do not take a political stance on their show ever. And I like that for them, uh, but uh, they, they I have picked up on certain things. The one guy, Rhett, Rhett uh, um, uh, McLaughlin, um, he, uh, he's the bearded guy, if you ever watch the show. Uh, he, he has said in the past, he, he made, they made a reference to George, uh, I'm sorry, Jeb Bush, and he said at some point, you're going to be wishing Jeb Bush was in there soon, buddy, or something like that. And then when Trump became president uh, last uh, January, year, well, year and a couple months ago, he did make a remark that Orange was the new president. <laughs> and uh, But they, they typically don't make any references to it. But they uh, did, um, uh, they got, uh, uh, they, um, th- they call their viewers mythical beasts. And uh, there was a Kentucky school shooting um, a couple months ago, uh, and that was um, that was in January. And uh, there was a girl who was uh, one of the victims, and she, um, uh, oh, was it ba- Bailey Holt? Bailey Holt, I think, was her name. Um, she was killed, and she was an avid. Uh, uh, viewer of good mythical morning and her father uh sent them bracelets um for uh, with her name on them and what and they actually promoted the marches tomorrow at the end of their show yesterday and i was i was really impressed that they did that uh they didn't go you know they didn't do anything like what we do on this show they did mention it at the end, but I, I wanted to give uh, Rhett and Link uh, an amen, amen for that. Amen. Because they're really decent guys. They're they're a, a little younger than me. They're like early 40s. They have kids. So they get it, you know? Um, uh, but yeah, so it, check them out. If you want to check it out, Good Mythical Morning, just search for GMM on YouTube and uh, you'll find them. Uh, they're they're pretty popular YouTubers. Um, uh, uh, sometimes they get a little gross, but uh, they're it's always in good fun over there. And they 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 have celebrities pop up. They actually had a great uh, episode with Vivek Murthy uh, on the show. The the uh, uh, our former uh, Surgeon General, because Trump got rid of him, right? Oh, of course he did. Yeah. So. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah. And he, so, he made. Uh, Carson, uh, uh, oh no, he's HUD. Oh, that's right. HUD, yeah. yeah. So, oh, yeah, he, really he buys furniture, furniture. I'm really glad that they mentioned the march. Um, and I don't know if we're going to get a chance to mention it later, but I hope everybody out there can attend a march near them. Mm hmm. Because this one, I'm telling you, this is a big one. It's going to be big. This is. This is this really is going to blow the the women's march out of the water. Uh, it's gonna yeah. That's actually what I wanted to dedicate this segment to because um, you know I'm I'm really impressed by this. All, all these kids in Parkland, uh, they warm my heart. And seeing the the groundswell of support, um, you know, from you know the politicians, from regular citizens like us. Uh, even from media outlets, you know, um, and, and I know there's a lot of complaints going on because there's a couple Parkland um, survivors that are, you know, big gun enthusiasts or Second Amendment enthusiasts, uh, 
and they're mad that they're not getting equal time for the you know the march for our lives kids and it, it, you know it's like there was the uh, i think time magazine had them on the cover recently it's interesting and, that you brought that up if, it, if we and, get a chance yeah. i'd like to talk a little bit more about that from a different perspective that i learned yeah today. but yeah so so the one one kid who is a big pro-gun uh, guy went on to Fox or something like that and was like, "Oh, I didn't know, even know Time Magazine was still a thing," and he and uh, all these conservatives were tweeting out that they were angry that he was missing from the cover, and it's like, is he part of the March for Our Lives movement? Is he one of the student leaders that's organizing these rallies to help prevent? You know, th- th- this it's like you know. I know he does. Seriously, both sides don't do it, dude. You know, it's it's this this is a very specific message, and it is an anti NRA message. And if you're not anti NRA, you don't really belong in in the in the group. I'm sorry. It's like, uh, it's like was this kid by happenstance the same one whose father changed the emails? No, that was uh, they found another. Hob. They found another kid to exploit over at Fox. Yeah, they did. They did. Um, and, uh, and and you know, and we'll, we'll give him credit. Uh, his name's uh, Kyle uh, Kyle Kashov. Um, and he he says uh, it, well in the, the article uh, uh, over at um, Mediaite, Joseph Wolfson again. I love this headline. Wolfie, you jerk. This is not true. It says the media's marginalization of Kyle Kashov shows they only take anti-gun Parkland students seriously. Oh, see, this goes to what I wanted to talk about. Actually, well, go go um, for it. Today in D.C., um, the museum. You guys probably have heard of the museum. It's a it's a for-profit museum that's dedicated to journalists and journalism and all kinds of things about, you know, writing and informing the public. And so today at the museum, they had a panel of, um, it was five kids from Parkland School. And these five kids were part of the Parkland um, School newspaper and possibly the media department. And so one of them was the editor. The other ones were like co-editors. They were on the board. And at one point, I mean, they, they, this is really interesting what you just said, because they, the, the, the woman who was holding this panel asked them, what about people who aren't for the march? And uh, there was one young woman who said, we publish everybody's opinion mm-hmm. in our opinion pages. And she said, um, it's not our job to decipher what is right or what is wrong. It's our job to be journalists. Yeah. This this is a 17-year-old young woman. And so I sort of find it very interesting what you're saying, Ken, that he feels like he's being, you know, neglected when his 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 high school, this kid's high school, mm-hmm. has made it very clear that we will report she didn't say bipartisan she said nonpartisan. We write from a nonpartisan point of view. Yes. And that includes the members of our school who might not agree with, and then she went on to say something very interesting to me, who might not agree with our more political students. And at that point, I knew she was talking about, you know, people like Emma and David Hogg. And, and it wasn't a knock, 
but it's those kids who have decided to become political. And this particular panel was the journalistic panel at the school. Yeah. And they were smart as hell. They knew exactly what they were talking about. And so I just, I do find it very, really interesting that the guy went, you know, this, I don't, I can't remember his name, went on to Fox News and say, basically saying that he's being marginalized when he's got a platform right there in his own high school. And that platform right now, because of what's going on across the nation and the amount of focus that's being placed on on um, Parkland, mm-hmm. that's a really big platform right now. Well, and I, I heard uh, it, this this gets me too because all right, Fox News don't they have the biggest ratings in the in the universe ever, right? Um, yeah. It, the the so uh, a group of uh, the Parkland kids I heard on CNN today, I think they were talking to Jake Tapper. And they address this very thing with, uh, you know, this young man who feels marginalized. And they said, well, it seems like he's getting, you know, uh, lots of press in conservative media outlets. And if you're on Fox News, didn't you just win the universe in ratings? Why do you have to be? uh, Because is Fox News going to dedicate an hour or a town hall or, you know, uh, 30 minutes of a segment to any of these kids and let them let them speak freely? Or are they going to be on a show and then badgered by somebody like Tucker Carlson with his little worried face? Well, aren't you worried this is a slippery slope? No, shut up. Go to hell. Um, you know, but, uh, you know, does anybody remember the classic? Um, the the um, There was a son of a, uh, a a victim of 9-11 who is on O'Reilly's show, and Billow disagreed with his take on the Bush administration's response, and Billow stuck his finger in his face and told him his father would be ashamed of him. You know that's that's the kind of that that's the the kind of setup you're you're looking at. Fox has a track record for this, so why the fuck would these kids even want to go on there? But Fox News isn't going to offer them it, because if they have these kids on. They're going to lose viewers. But there's you know? also something to be said about this This kid. He doesn't deserve to. I don't know how to put this, but I'm just going to say it. He is he's more than entitled to his opinion and his feelings and everything, how he feels. It, he's entitled to all of that. Yeah. But history and, and what is happening in this nation, it's not on his side. No, there's People no grounds. Done. There's no groundswell movement. Of people young young people standing up guns. and yeah, there's no groundswell of young people standing up and saying we need to stick up for the NRA so we can have more school it, shootings. You know, there yeah, just isn't. It would be like you know we've seen the pictures of Mitt Romney <laughs> during Vietnam, right? Yeah, saying you should go and serve. It's it's a lot like that. Sure, it's a lot like that. It, it's Mitt Romney didn't serve. But he thought, yeah, everybody else should go serve in Vietnam. This is very, very similar to that. History is not on the side of people who, who don't want gun control. And that includes that includes teenagers at this point. I'm I'm not really sorry to say that. Yeah. You know, this this kid, he does he he does. I'm not trying to take away his voice. But sure. what he needs this to understand is-, is that his voice is is being drowned out. By what we're going to see yeah. tomorrow in D.C. alone, just D.C., 500, half a million people. 
sure. It's like, can I can I go to CPAC and represent Turn Up the Night and tell everybody what I think is wrong with Trump cultists? Exactly. You know, uh, but it's it, exactly I, I, yeah. like that, Ken. But I want to I want to shift it a little bit more because um, the NRA, uh, as we know, uh, and as some people know, have TV ones that they didn't smash with sledgehammers and were too afraid to shoot with guns. <laughs> um, it, it, so NRA uh, NRA TV, which stands for. Um, uh, oh, I had a funny thing I was going to say. Uh, but I don't know. But basically, it's just another propaganda wing for, you know, outlet for Trump. Um, the NRA NRA TV host, uh, their, uh, Colin Noir, he's their African-American host who uh, is uh, just as pleasant as the non-African-American hosts over there. His last name is really Noir. I, I don't know if that's a stage name or not, but I'm not going to question it. Um, yeah, so Colin Noir um, w- was on, and I got a 19-second clip here, um, and um, uh, uh, pay attention to the hate, folks. To all the kids from Parkland getting ready to use your First Amendment to attack everyone else's Second Amendment at your oh. on Saturday, I wish a hero like Blaine had been at Marjorie Douglas High School last month, because your classmates would still be alive, and no one would know your names because the media would have completely and utterly ignored your story the way they ignored his. All right. Are you kidding me? No. Okay, so what he's talking about here is he's talking about the um, uh, Blaine uh, Gaskell, the resource officer who uh, stopped the, the, uh, the gunman at uh, the uh, Maryland High School, at the Great Mills High School, mm-hmm. all right? Who had a handgun, by the way. He had a handgun. Yes. And, and Not an AR-15. Yeah, it, boom, exactly. Um, yeah, yes. so he stopped them. But unfortunately, uh, what Colin Noir didn't mention in there is that, um, uh, unfortunately, uh, Jalen Willie, the 16-year-old girl who was wounded in the school shooting, has passed away uh, after yes. she was shot in the head. So... Um, and he said, and again, Colin Noir is saying, "Oh well, the media is not going to talk about Blaine Gaskell at all. They are. They are. I don't know about national, but I know here. Yeah, they are talking about him a lot. Oh, they're talking, they're talking about him nationally about- too. Okay. So they're talking about him a lot. He he saved. He he saved lives. Yeah. But as Joe mentioned, this kid." came in with his father's Glock, not an AR-15. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, so and, and I'm seeing, I mean, this is, there's CNN, This is like AR-15s versus Glocks as opposed to apples and yeah. oranges. Yeah. See, you know, New York Post, NBC, uh, uh, Fox News, of course. National Review, uh, let me see, C- CNN, of course, um, you know, yeah. CNN, huge. I mean, CNN has a picture of them. Fox News doesn't. So, I mean, fuck you, NRA TV. What's Noir's point? I mean, what is his point? Well, the, the, what I he know, said I mean, there, and I want to, yeah, but just sorry, to rewind what he said is, oh, you know, guess what? If somebody like, you know, it's this whataboutism, you know, it's like, oh, yeah. uh, this armchair quarterback stuff. If Blaine Gaskell had been there, he would have stopped all of your classmates from being killed. Well, 
he didn't stop three people from being shot and one girl from dying. That's not his fault. He's not the gunman. He's not the one that was able to, you know, get armed to the teeth and go into his school. Um, you know, and and, and uh, as, like Joe said, he didn't. The, the gunman in Maryland didn't have an AR-15. Yeah, he, he stole his father's gun. Um, I, and it, yeah, exactly. So, so right there, you know, it's it's all lies. But did you hear the the first part? The first part of what he said here, Joe. I want to get your take on this before break. To all the kids from Parkland, getting ready to use your First Amendment to attack everyone else's Second Amendment. At Tell me how that works to use your First Amendment to to attack people's Second Amendment. First of all, nobody's attacking anybody's Second Amendment using their First Amendment. What we're doing here is we're having a march to bring attention to a problem in this country in that we're all a bunch of gun nuts. And there's a gun for every person in this country, and that is causing these uh, these problems. We're not taking – and no one's taking away your Second Amendment rights. No. There is no exp- – you know what? These you – know, you know the people that belong to the Federalist Society – and believe yeah. that uh, what's written in the Constitution is all there is and that it's a static document? Yes. Okay. Well, there is no specific wording in there that you have the right to an AR-15. Show it to me. Thank you. Show where yeah. it says AR-15. Show it to me where it says assault rifle. Show it to me okay, where it so, says bombs. Show it to me where it says a so, howitzer. Where is it? Where's your if you're, a- aircraft carrier? Yes. So if you're a conservative and you're uh, an Anthony Scalia conservative who who were originalists, they call themselves, mm-hmm. meaning that the it is not a, a dynamic document, it's a static document, and only what's in it is what was intended, then nothing beyond what was accepted as arms at the time is what is protected. The rest of it is not because it's not explicit in the constitution that's by the conservatives point of view not liberals point of view yeah. liberals Joe, believe it's a question? dynamic uh document all right quickly go I, ahead I, rain I, ask you know, your question then we got to wrap this is thing. real quick when we talk about originalists shouldn't they actually be rejecting the, the bill of rights if they're if they really believe that it's that static well the, I, I, I think this is a big flaw in their they should be rejecting any amendment that happened after the original Constitution was yeah, signed. Yeah, after the draft. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. I, I mean, if you're going to take it to its logical conclusion, I mean, that's what the Federalist Society was all about. Yes. was all about that it's everything that's written and nothing more. They don't want to look at, at the intent of Congress when it comes to legislation. They just want to see what's in the document. The four corners of the, the bill is all they want to look at. Well, that's their their take on it, then they have to be against AR-15s. There's no constitutional uh, protection then. Yeah. Yeah. I'm using their uh, argument. Yeah, exactly. So, all right. Well, I'll tell you what. We're going to go ahead and run to the break. We'll probably revisit this topic a, a little bit later in the show. I don't have a ton of audio. I think I want to get Bobber's take on some of Trump's recent comments. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about invisible jets, everybody. I hope somebody remembers where they were parked. Um, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, so let's go ahead and, uh, run to the break. Oh, oh yes. And we'll also, um, we'll also, uh, hear Trump talk about, uh, oh, jeepers. Um, I'm sorry. What's uh, Marilyn Lockheed. 
Because <laughs> yeah. apparently, if you're the head of a company, then your last name is the same name as the company, according yeah. to Trump. Because, you know, it's the Trump Corporation. So, of course, it's named after me. He's so stupid. God, he's so stupid. All right, we're going to go ahead and uh, hit the break. We'll be right back with uh, Bobber and lots more. Uh, Turn up the night action, the weekend edition, right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally, I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of metal and monsters of rock right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. In the not-too-distant future, in the not-too-distant future, and in the not-too-distant future. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And, of course, joining me, as always, on the program, Mr. Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello. Yes, home of Steamtown, USA. That's right. I'll go to Steamtown yes. Mall, get you a Cinnabon. <laughs> we do have a Cinnabon <laughs> at Steamtown Mall. You know, we girl. Do, we do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Welcome back to the program. Hi, we have a different kind of steam here in D.C. It's called hot air. <laughs> this is true. This is very true. Mm, yeah, you do. Uh, <laughs> and uh, last but not least, uh, your bobber half. It's Bobber from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Hey, Bobber. What is Bobber there? Oh, call failed. What the hell? The call failed. What? Try again, Pickle Summer. So. <laughs> what? Uh, I knew a pickle timer once. She was a sweet little thing. So, <laughs> oh, Bobber's here. There he is. Howdy. So, how's it going, yeah, man? It's, uh, it's going all right. I um, I, I'm on a different computer this time, so things things are a little weird and a little different. So that's oh, okay. why it was taking so long to answer. Well, things are a little weird and different on this program tonight. I hope you're ready. 
So <laughs> <laughs> they're always a little weird and different. Yeah, and I feel I feel dumb. I should have gotten this a drop for tonight, but Susan, I believe, sent me a, a tweet the other day. I'm trying to find it uh, on my on my Twitter. But uh, there's a if anybody is an Amy Sedaris fan, um, did you send that to me on Twitter, Suze? Where did you do? You remember where you sent that? Oh, uh, on on Facebook. All right, I'll look Friday for it. Night. So, yeah. All right, I'll, I'll look for it. But anyway, uh, yeah. So, uh, uh, if anybody's a fan of Amy Sedaris, there's at at home with Amy Sedaris, a great uh, new TV show you should be watching. But um, uh, anyway, yeah. So, Bobber, uh, have you heard uh, any of uh, our glorious glorious leader um, uh, <laughs> in the past couple of days? Um, I've been busy with, with, uh, a homebrew competition that's going on tomorrow morning. And, uh, so I kind of have been a little out of the loop. Well, good for you. <laughs> Another victory for Bobber. So, well, here is, here is, uh, this one uh, is going to spark some conversation. I'm assuming that, uh, maybe th- it, I, I can't say for sure, Joe, but I think that maybe, Trump is talking about new top secret technology for uh, Space Force. Space Force. Uh, <laughs> in uh, in this clip, where he had the CEO of Lockheed Martin, Marilyn Hewson. That's right. Her name is Marilyn Hewson, <laughs> CEO of Lockheed Martin. Introduced by Trump like this, and then he talked about invisible airplanes. Uh, we have some of our great business leaders and leaders, period, right behind me. Uh, I may ask Marilyn Lockheed, uh, the leading woman's business executive in this country, according to many. And uh, we buy billions and billions of dollars worth of that beautiful F-35. It's stealth. You cannot see it. Is that correct? (laughs) That's correct. Better be correct, right? It's like what? It's like Wonder Woman's plane is invisible. A doom, 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 doom. Yeah. Uh, well, again. Last name, obviously. Wait, how do you fly those things if you can't see them? Well, you better. Again, like I said, you better hope you remember where you parked them. Um, oh, I know what you do. You put one of those flags on your antenna so you know where you parked it. Oh, see, that's brilliant. That's a brilliant. So. Uh, <laughs> Oh my God! I I just uh, Jesus. Hey, he. Yeah, I, it's also yeah. I also liked how he said Lockheed, Lockheed, Maryland, Maryland, Lockheed. Where's your Jesus. husband Martin? Oh, uh, aren't you Lockheed he, Martin? He really. <clears throat> yeah. She was married yeah. to a company. Yeah. 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 Oh dear oh. Lord. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, his his my friend, his company is is you know uh, the Trump Inc. or Trump Corporation or whatever the hell it is, and so he, uh, you know, he just assumes everybody's company's named named after whoever is the head of the yeah. company, right? He thinks Tim Cook is Tim iPhone. Sure, sure, and then no, you know, no, he thinks it's Tim Apple. Yeah, and then of course uh, that guy who got in trouble the other day—that uh, would be Alex uh, Cambridge Analytica. Um, yeah, you know, <laughs> 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 they had, yeah. you know, 
Um, you know, I, I just want to say this very quickly. I take a little extra offense, and I'm not a big fan of, of military contractors, mm-hmm. but it's really rare that you have a woman who's the CEO of a company. You couldn't get her name right. Nope. I'm saying this from a woman's point of view. You couldn't get her name right? Why bother? I didn't know that there was a woman in charge of Lockheed Martin. Well, do you remember his, his State of the Union message when he got DD uh, and DT and e, whatever that guy's nickname was? And he screwed it up and he says, well, he goes by both. No, he doesn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> you, you fucked it up. You read the wrong thing on the on the teleprompter, and then you made that shit up. This is true. You know, uh, and that's what he did. Yes, he thinks he everybody make, he makes up shit when he's talking to uh, Prime Minister of Canada. So you know, right? Yeah, that's it's right. just what he does. Yep. <laughs> um. Uh, wow. But yeah. So I. I mean, invisible. They're invisible. Yeah. Invisible. It's, oh, is that what stealth means? No. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, they better be invisible. They better be. All right. I. I think. I, I think this will play. Hang on. I'm sorry. I, I'm still trying to find this. I need. I need to get this clip like straight up for the show. For the Friday edition, for the weekend edition of Turn Up Tonight from At Home with Amy Sedaris. I, I found it on YouTube. Um, oh, where where is it? Um, I need the Friday night clip. Come on. Um, I'll keep looking for it. Uh, doggone it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, uh, so that's, yeah, Invisible Planes. Got it. That we can't Flat- see. Yep, and of course, invisible uh, last names. Marilyn <laughs> Lockheed. Lockheed and Lockheed. her and her husband Martin. Lockheed. Oh. That reminds me of what's his what's his name? I don't have the answers. No, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, there's I a don't clip have, you have facts to back this oh, up. Oh. I <laughs> don't have facts to back this up, but <laughs> but latte. 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 That's what so. it is. Latte. <laughs> I had Boom, a latte on shaka shaka. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Don't you have a don't you have a congressman named Good Latte? Uh well, we don't. Maybe. Maybe. Other people down there in Virginia. Oh, do. down there in Virginia. Yeah. His yeah, name is Good, Good Latte. Other, yeah, that's the other Virginia. Oh, latte. Maybe. Yeah, here. Maybe <laughs> maybe I think I'm I found it. Let's see if this is the right thing. It's Friday night. I'm gonna get drunk. I'm gonna get laid. I'm gonna be late on Monday. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, I need I need to find that for the show. Well, I just found it for the show, but I need to uh, need to record that. Uh, but yeah, so Friday night, gonna get drunk, gonna get laid, gonna be late on Monday. So <laughs> how did you get whole picks to to record that? Oh, see, see, there you go. Well, uh, good. All right, um, so Trump was really down today. He was really bummed out about having to sign this egregious spending uh, bill. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this Would is, that be the one he was negotiating for the last three, two, two or three yeah, years? Yeah, that nobody's read. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nobody's read it. It's brand new. We'll get somebody to read it to you then, dipshit. Don't go golfing this weekend and hold off. Shut down the government over the weekend. It's already pretty much shut down anyway. 
Reconvene on Monday, you stupid fuck. If you don't want to sign it, don't sign it. But or he's like, get I, the cliff notes. Just I, I get lo- the fucking cliff notes. Yeah, there you go. But I love this because he he goes into this uh, bobber like he's a really mad dad. Like he's like, I'm gonna do it this one time, but this is it. It's the last time I'm gonna do it. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> don't, don't make me come back there. Don't make, yeah. don't make me pull this car over and, and not sign the bill. Oh, yeah. Don't make me pull this shard over. <laughs> um, I have to pull this car over. I'm not signing that bill. Um. Yeah. So so everybody bolts from D.C. The, you know, the Republicans are, oh, they are so giddy that they get all this money and all this military spending. And, of course, you know, Democrats got some money, you know, uh, earmarked in there. Uh, But he's freaking out. He wants to get... He wants line-item veto power. He wants to do it, the filibuster. Uh, (laughs) It's all Democrats' fault. And, of course... Thanks, Obama. You know? uh, Yes. (laughs) He brought up... You know, actually, he... (laughs) He almost seemed to be sympathetic to President Obama for signing a bill that was slightly larger than this one, or a spending bill you slightly larger. You heard that too, right? Yeah, which is just weird. I don't think Obama like, would have been happy either about this. I don't think he would have been. Uh, he probably wasn't very happy because I'm not. But I'm going to sign it anyway. <laughs> well, I can guarantee you Tia that he didn't say I'm going to sign it. I'm not going to sign it. I'm signing it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened within 24 hours. Totally going to sign this. Oh, totally not going to sign this. Okay, I signed it, but it's the last time I ever do this. Oh, thank you. It's only for... How, how, what was the spending in this one, Joe? Do you remember the number? Rain, do you remember the number? Uh, 1.3 trillion. 1.3 trillion. And it gets Yeah, It only goes to September. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's see. He won't. Of course, he won't be signing another one because hopefully he'll be out of office by the time the Thank next you. one comes. Yay! Over. Yeah. 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 See. Uh, yeah. We'll give you. Amen uh, for that. Amen. And, uh, I, oh, okay. I'll, uh, I'll give you the the boom shakalaka as well, since you did evoke the name of Pastor James David Manning. Boom shakalaka. Boom shakalaka. Boom shakalaka. And boom boom shakalaka goes, goes right, right there. there. Yeah. So <laughs> right there. Listen to listen to Cran- <laughs> little Mister Cranky Pants talking about. Oh, I had to sign this trillion dollar spending bill. And we're getting very fast approvals on that. Oops. Therefore, as a matter of national security, I've signed this omnibus budget bill. There are a lot of things that I'm unhappy about in this bill. There are a lot of things that we shouldn't have had <laughs> in this bill, but we were. In a sense, forced, if we want to build our military, we were forced to have. There are some things that we should have in the bill. But I say to Congress, I will never sign another bill like this again. I'm not going to do it again. No. Nobody read it. No. It's only nobody. hours old. Some people don't oh. even know what it is. $1.3 trillion. Dollars. It's the second largest ever. President Obama signed one that was actually larger which I'm sure he wasn't too happy with either. But in this case, it became so big because we need to take care of our military. And because the Democrats, who don't believe in that, added things that they wanted in order to get their votes. We have to get rid of the filibuster rule. We have to get rid of the filibuster rule and go to 51 votes in the Senate. Oh, yeah. And we're going to have yeah. 
really sustained continued success. DACA recipients have been treated extremely badly by the Democrats. We wanted to include DACA. We wanted to have them in this bill. 800,000 people. And actually, it could even be more. And we wanted to include DACA in this bill. The Democrats would not do it. They would not do it. (laughs) To prevent the omnibus situation from ever happening again, I'm calling on Congress to give me a line item veto for all government spending bills. And the Senate must end. They must end. The filibuster rule and get down to work. We have, have to, to get amend the Constitution, buddy. a lot of great legislation approved. And without the filibuster rule, it'll happen just like magic. I got magic. good feelings. I got magic. good feelings. I got good feelings. Just like magic. Just like how the, the drone brings me KFC. Let's have a short. Oh, go ahead, Rain. I thought Trump hated witch hunts. Because if he liked witches, we could have magic in D.C. Oh, 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 it's magic, you know. <laughs> you know, he's complaining about the... He, he didn't get his $25 billion for his wall, but I thought Mexico was going to pay for it. So what does it matter? Mm, there yeah. you go, being logical. Oh, well, I would. Uh, hey, hold on a second. You better fact check yourself there, libtard, because I was told by a Trump cultist <laughs> today that Mexico absolutely is paying for the wall. Look it up, dummy. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's. Don't go to Google, George. Yeah. So that, that one point something billion that, that's going for the wall, we can use that for something else then, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. We uh, For Space Force! <laughs> for cat lasers cat lasers yes for, for anybody for any, anybody who watched this Go do a I Google watched it. i'm not sure if you guys did but so he gets up there and he talks a little bit and then he's like and now i'm going to bring up wilbur ross and so he brings in like wilbur ross who says one sentence i have a dog can here i have a can of poop hey. Yes. Would you like some butterscotch candies? My hands are smaller than Trump's. I have some water originals and Starlight Mint. Which would you like? I only have three of each. (laughs) But the thing that amazed me is so Wilbur Ross gets up and he says like one or two sentences and then Trump comes in and says, I don't know, whatever he says. And then comes in Mattis and says two sentences. Then Trump comes in. Like, he brought in, and then came the ho- director of Homeland Security. It, it, it was it's like a little really variety weird. show. It was like a little variety show where everybody had a little, like, one minute skit. Topo Gigio was there. Now, Topo <laughs> Gigio. Oh, Trumpy. <laughs> really? But didn't this sound like a big whining fest? Yeah, oh, I didn't want to so sign much. it, but I had to. Oh, and poor the little thing. are so mean to me. <laughs> yeah, and I actually I have the uh, Wilbur Ross excerpt here. This is a can of Campbell's soup. This in the can of Campbell's soup. Well, I just bought this can today at a 7-Eleven down here, the can of Campbell's soup. Thank you, Wilbur. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I'm glad he made it clear that it was a can of Campbell's soup. Campbell's soup, yeah. And I'm, and I'm not soup. dead. I'm not. Here's a starlight <laughs> mint. I feel happy. Oh, so happy. <laughs> I'm happy and happy, not gay. But I'm old. And uh, if you touch me, I will like it anyway. I don't want to go on the car. Oh, don't be such a baby. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Bring out your dead. Don't I'm be not dead yet. Don't be greedy and selfish. I have I soup to keep me alive. I, I got three Open starlight mints. Open up the mints. can and let me touch the warm reddish fluid. I got three starlight mints, two worth of originals, and a cinnamon disc. Which would you like? <laughs> 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 oh. Yeah, we went off the rails. <laughs> no, it's fine. I, I just, I do, I really do believe listening to what Trump was saying, he, he knew he had to sign it, but he needed to make sure that, well, we had to blame the Dems. And mm-hmm. and the thing about this this bill is, I feel like Dems got as much as they could, considering we're not in any majority at all. They got yeah. a lot because the Freedom yeah. Caucus pushed pushed it to the Dems because the Freedom Caucus was, weren't going to sign anything. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That didn't I mean, cut Social was... Security, Medicare, and Medicaid right out of the budget. That's what Thank they wanted you. to sign. So I, I think that as you know, our party did as well as we could. When Trump turns around and says that Dems didn't want to do anything about DACA or the wall, that is the biggest load of horseshit oh, yeah. ever. Because just a couple of months was it, I don't know if it was months or weeks ago. Weeks ago, the weeks Dems, ago. and and the Dems went to him, and there were a lot of people in my party because I do consider myself a Dem, who were really pissed. They're like, really, you're giving him everything he, you, you're you're basically mm-hmm. saying we want DACA, and in return we'll give you the entire wall. Right. Yeah. If, in he, fact, Schumer said he would lay the first five bricks. Yes, he and Trump turned it down. So the fact that he's he's sitting there blaming the Dems, come on, man. Come yeah, it, on. did you see uh, Laura? Uh, I'm sorry, Laura Ingram actually and Ann Coulter uh, uh, <laughs> on Twitter today. Oh my God, I got to read you Just a couple. Those joyful women. Yeah, um, uh, Ann Coulter on Twitter. Uh, Were they where, happy? Were they happy? Uh, oh, she said. She said. Uh, uh, she paraphrased Trump. I will never sign a bill like this again. She says, "Yeah, because you'll be impeached." Oh, Ouch. she was telling Ouch. Bobber's line there. Oh, exactly. somebody, somebody yes. tweeted. Somebody, somebody tweeted back to her. Oh, you finally figured this out, huh? <laughs> and um, and uh, yeah, she's. Uh, let me see. I'm a little, dis- I'm a little disturbed that. Uh, that she and I have something in common like that. Yeah, oh. yeah. Well, yeah. For far different reasons. For far different reasons. Um, and uh, what was the... Oh, yeah. She, she put... Um, she also tweeted, It's 3D chess! Parenthetically, there's never going to be a wall. This is true. Guess who also knew this a long time ago, <laughs> Ann Coulter? We were all very... Prescient! On this program. And uh, she she also put, congratulations, President Schumer, in all caps. (laughs) 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 We'll give you a rim shot for that, man. Thank you. Thank you. Um, So, uh, yeah, she's she's just because, you know, she's pissed off about DACA because he, he even mentioned DACA today. It's like, you know. 
Uh, but yeah, so so she's she. The, the, I think those are the bulk of her her really angry tweets today. Um, and it's important uh, to mention again and again and over and over again that Trump ended the DACA program. You can't yeah. blame the Dems. No. When he ended the DACA program. Yeah. Easy, easy. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, well, I've one last Trump clip to play, and it, it doesn't really even need commentary. It's just so goddamn dumb. And Rain, you shared this with me earlier today. Jesus um, yes. He's talking about uh, the, uh, the 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 those aircraft tankers, you know, that where they deliver fuel to other planes, and <laughs> it just sounds like he's kind of given up on life. It's so funny. <laughs> Listen to this. It's a, you know, but maybe he's talking about something for Space Force again. But here we go. Tanker aircraft. This is this is why they're important. Tanker aircraft is very important based on everything. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, based on. So, oh, my God, this opens up a whole new world. So it's it's because of Manchichi, because of Smurfs, because of Ewoks, because of uh, because of heavy metal, because of, uh, I, I don't know, because of I Love Lucy. Oh, my God, everything, everything, everything. <laughs> because Rocky ran up the steps in Philadelphia. Everything that Billy Joel sang about and we didn't start the fire. <laughs> oh, based on everything. Ping pong paddles. He said, he said that. Grass? Campbell soup. Campbell Campbell soup? Were there the original? (laughs) Funny one to. I I, 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 I love that clip forever. Uh, uh, Yeah. One more time before the break, everybody. Just remember. Tanker aircraft is very important based on everything, including turn up the night. (laughs) We'll be right back right after this. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. You believe in yourself? You'll know how to... Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Thanks up, everybody! We're rockin' more! It's Thursday, March 22, 2018. If you had a message for Washington right now, what would it be? Um, we need help. Please. Puerto Rico still in the grip of crisis six months after Hurricane Maria. While new documents reveal Trump's FEMA failed to respond to calls for assistance. We see it in in bottle after bottle, and we see it in brand after brand. Your bottled water is likely contaminated with microscopic plastic, plus... The world's last male northern white rhino has died. Another charismatic species slips into extinction because of humans. All of those stories and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Ivanka has been getting some heat for tweeting this picture of herself dressed like science Barbie. (laughs) Just like a real Barbie, she has no scientific credentials and the space where her heart should be is a hollow plastic shell. Harsh. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, I've got something that uh, will suffice today for some good news. And we could use it. The $1.3 trillion government-wide spending bill released late on Wednesday rejects 
Donald Trump's proposal to slash the EPA budget by 31%. Senior lawmakers have given the agency $8.1 billion for fiscal year 2018. That keeps the spending levels the same as it was in 2017. So it still needs to pass both houses of Congress before Friday when the government could shut down if this doesn't pass. But this looks like good news. In addition to that $8.1 billion for the EPA in the main section of the bill, they also give $763 million in another part of the bill for uh, various other EPA programs related to water infrastructure, cleaning up polluted Superfund sites, and so forth. Well, that is some good news. It's nice that the EPA's budget will get a temporary reprieve. It is. So uh, now that I've found good news, how are you going to ruin it all for us today? Well... Tuesday marked six months since Hurricane Maria made landfall in Puerto Rico as a Category 4 storm. It caused catastrophic damage and triggered the longest blackout in United States history. Yes, there is progress in the island's recovery, but blackouts are frequent and more than 100,000 residents are still without power in rural areas. Maria caused roughly $100 billion in damage to Puerto Rico, but Congress so far has approved only $23 billion in disaster assistance and AP reports only a fraction of that has been spent in Puerto Rico. NPR reports that FEMA has denied 60% of applications to repair homes because many residents don't have documentation to prove they own them. Mm. And a new AP report now underscores the federal government's lack of preparation and its botched response. Emails and text messages released by Democratic Representative Elijah Cummings of Maryland indicate that in the week immediately after the hurricane, FEMA officials simply did not respond to desperate requests for fuel supplies from grocery stores and even Walmart, leading to the spoilage of tons of food amid a hunger crisis. Wasn't that right around the same time that Donald Trump was giving himself an A-plus for his response with FEMA to the crisis? Yes, it is. Imagine that. Meanwhile, a new study finds that rivers are a significant source of plastic pollution in the ocean. Researchers have found that large storms that flood rivers end up washing tons of plastic litter out to sea. One single storm in northwestern England back in 2015 flushed nearly a metric ton of microplastic pollution into the ocean. And plastic in the rivers isn't just polluting the ocean. It's also in your bottled water. A new study finds that plastic bottled water is likely contaminated with microplastic. Researchers at the State University of New York tested more than 250 bottles across 11 brands and found that 93% of those bottled water samples contained tiny microscopic pieces of plastic. In an interview with the BBC, Lead researcher Sherry Mason said much more study needs to be done on the health impacts of ingesting plastic. These are the particles that can make their way across the gastrointestinal tract. We see it in in bottle after bottle, and we see it in brand after brand. The World Health Organization has announced it will launch a study on the effect of microplastics on public health, and some countries have begun phasing out single-use plastic to reduce plastic pollution. Finally, sad news in Kenya, where the world's last male northern white rhino has died. It marks the effective extinction of the subspecies of the iconic animals. All rhino species are being driven to extinction by humans through habitat loss and poaching. The extinction news comes just days after the Trump administration reversed a ban on importation of endangered animal body parts. Mm. And just days after Interior Secretary Ryan Zinke announced a new taxpayer-funded commission to promote big game hunting stuffed with big game trophy hunters. 
Yep, I knew you would ruin my good news. Sorry. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. This is Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky! Tanker aircraft is very important based on everything. Everything including (laughs) merry-go-round, Spencer Gifts, Hot Topic, Orange Julius, Cinnabon, and of course my personal favorite, Auntie Anne's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Any reason to do the Roy Moore Skeletor voice? <laughs> Whatever. Uh, anyway, so welcome back to the program. Of course, uh, Bobber in Washington, D.C. from Four Freedoms blog, uh, rocking in the free world. Welcome back, my friend. Thanks. <clears throat> Rain and I were just talking during the break that um, that clip just reminded me of Bush doing the... Uh, won't get fooled again. Yeah, <laughs> or, you know, where it's like in, he's in mid sentence and his brain just locks up. <laughs> yeah. uh, wait, do you happen to mean this clip? There's an old saying in Tennessee. I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, Fool me once. Shame on. Shame on you. It fooled me. We can't get fooled again. Tanker aircraft is very important. Based on everything. Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> Mr. Potato Head. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, Josie Atorso, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back to the program, sir. Why, if you were in Scranton and we were in high school, I'd take that bill behind the gym and beat the crap out of it. Yeah, I'd take you behind the mall if you were a little girl. And you, well, I better stop right there. <laughs> you better stop there, boy. <laughs> you better stop right there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not real happy with Uncle Joe these days. Uh, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty bummed out. And, of course, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Uncle Joe? Yeah, I don't Hi, appreciate him taking that to the next level either rain uh i mentioned that at the top of the show but yeah uh he needs to dial it back a little well can i i I know we got to get to name calling okay you got you got a minute lay it out yeah i just i just want to say that i appreciate what he's doing i get it and i know that he is a very good spokeswoman or spokesperson (laughs) He's not a spokeswoman. <laughs> but he's a good spokesperson for women's rights. Yes. But it's it's twenty eighteen. Um yeah. we we don't 
we don't need him to take guys out back to the gym to protect us anymore. Yeah, no high volume that's, that's chivalry. I really have, and I love him. I yeah. I swear to you, I love him, but I don't like he's he's being a little too patriarchal for me. I uh, I concur. You know, it's it's that uh, you know chivalry on steroids. You know, um, and um, you know, he could have said something like, you know what, if he ever did that to Jill. He wouldn't have a hand to do it with again, you know, um, something like that. But even even at that, you know, just yeah. dial it back, just dial it back. But uh, it, anyway, there's no need to bring there's no need to bring in, you know, physical. And I don't want to use the word violence. I don't know how else to put it, but there's no need to bring in like physical threat. altercations into yeah. it. it just yeah. Don't do that, especially if he's thinking about running. I know, I know, because, because that'll become it, an instant it, it, soundbite. This is bad. This is bad. It's not good. Not in this environment with, you know, the Me Too movement, yeah. the Time's Up, and all this stuff. He yeah. he needs to stop it. Yeah, because the next thing you know, it's they're going to want it. They're going to want a cage match instead of a debate, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, in 2020. Yeah, he was taken by the orange <laughs> so. give <the> shit. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, and well, you also, the, the tweet. That he yeah. said, you yeah. know, he'd be crying all the way. Oh, he would be so crying all the time, possibly always forever. Stupid. Yeah, I just, I don't, I don't like it. I completely disapprove of it. And it, it really turns me off a little bit. He'll I, be I'm, crying over because everything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Rain, you, you ready for name calling right now? Not that kind of name calling, but finding out who's in the chat room tonight. Finding out who's in the chat room and who's not at the mall. All right. <laughs> I love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's Rain from ForFreedomsBlog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You want to mess around? source of energy known to womankind all right let's get straight to the biscuits it's friday night i'm gonna get drunk uh, <laughs> i really need to get that so i like that yeah well i'll tack so, that onto your i'll tack that onto your jingle uh for uh for okay. friday name calling okay all right i like that cool. um but after we're done with the biscuits let's get to this we have Mr. Adam Hebert. We have Barbara in DC. We have Foxfire. Um, we have Francie. We have Grimmy Lee. We have Heather. Heather, mine. Let's go with Heather. Uh, you know. Let's just go with Heather. I'd like I'm that. I'm not Hi, sure Heather. if that. I'm not sure I if that's her real time. last name or not. So. Yeah, I saw her. I saw her last week. So hi, Heather. Um, seriously, hi. And uh, we have Jay Collie. We have Jeans Girl. We have Cat. We have Kenny Pick. We have Ken Senior. Hi, Dad. We have living on Long Island. We have Marnus, who is not in my basement tonight. I'm behind no? the gym. Yeah, well, yeah, and Uncle Joe's gonna punch you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting out of here. Goodness. <laughs> we have now goodness. We have Michelle in South Florida. I'm sure we have Miles over there. Um, we have Moon Mayor. We have President. We have myself. We have Sandy and Durwood. We have Theo. We have Tim Coromal, and we have Trojan Rabbit. And um, there's there's a there's a lovely number of people that I'm hoping to hook up with tomorrow. Yay! So. Uh, not that kind of hookup, kids. No, no, uh, no, no. She's taking. I know. Also, 
Psy Guy is not here tonight, but Psy Guy mm. is going to be there tomorrow, too. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and Jay Colley, I'll read it in, in the Roy Moore voice. The Roy Moore vo- impression reminds me of the mayor's voice in the Civic Doodle game from Jackbox. <laughs> <laughs> Jackbox. Jeez. I know about Jackbox. Met a girl there once. So. <laughs> <laughs> After How old we, was she? Took her How shopping at Forever 21. Uh, <laughs> isn't it amazing how many mall store names I know, everyone? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so. getting suspicious. <laughs> took her down to Aeropostle and then took her down to uh, Abercrombie & Fitch. Yeah. <laughs> I remember those mall names. We both liked Wet Seal. Oh, oh Wet Seal. Seal. Holy oh. smokes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Abercrombie and Fitch. Those are my lawyers. Uh, <laughs> do, you think, do you think? I thought Roy they were doing How? <laughs> do you think that Roy Moore got a special piercing at Claire's? No, I always go to Pearson Pagoda. <laughs> <laughs> and then I go to the Sunglass Hut. <laughs> oh, sure thing. Get my Ray Bands on. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, get my iPhone fixed. I go to Eye Dropped. <laughs> oh, what's the one? What's the one where you get shit engraved? Uh, forever? No, or, or oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Precious. Things remembered. Things, Things remembered. remembered. That's where I bought my <laughs> wife. Uh, 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 please forgive me, plaque. So. And they'll pierce your ears there, too. <laughs> oh, dear. All right, well, open, oh, God. <laughs> open and, phones. And for an extra buck, they pierce your hoo-ha. Uh, yeah, oh. they will. Hey, sure, I'll do it for you for free. One, uh, three, three, zero, K, E, N, one, four, six, six. That's right. Open phones right now. 330-KEN-1466. Yeah, that is uh, 330-536-1466. Uh, I'm not saying the goo thing anymore. It's dumb. Uh, I'll say it. I love goo. I got like an extra know. goo down I the I can't imagine anybody's going to want to call in here tonight. No. <laughs> what was the story you were mentioning, Bob? I was. What store I was mentioning? I, oh, I don't know. Wet seal? Oh, I thought you were talking about something else that seemed much more dark and sinister. No, I just said nope. you guys are scaring me. Nothing because you know all these stores. Damn oh. straight, we're scaring you, son. We'll teach you all about them all. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> hey, you know what a kiosk is? <laughs> you know what a kiosk is? That's where I got my Damn cell it. phone reloaded. My mother used to manage a kiosk. <laughs> Did she really? Yeah, jewelry kiosk. Oh, oh there you go. I wonder wow. if Francie knows what a kiosk is. Hey there, darling. <laughs> hey, it's everything. It's everything, yes. It's everything. It's everything. everything. It's pimples. It's poop. It's pee. It's everything. blood. It's everything. Oh. Yes. Tanker aircraft is very important. <laughs> wow. Based on it's, I think, uh, it's, everything. It's gore. <laughs> sure, sure. <sighs> it's this. Hey, Francie, how's the heads? It's this. How are the heads, Francie? <laughs> it's all of that. Are, uh, uh, I'm uh, home. How, how are the heads? Are they still decked out for? Joe wanted to know. Are they still decked out for St. Patty's Day, or have they I'm moved on to their? I'm getting them dressed for uh, the Easter? Easter holiday. Nice. Oh, good. They're getting ready for the Easter and spring. Um, you know, and I will have a picture soon. But yeah, I'm back home in Delaware. 
um, some of the weather men and gals need to be kind of smacked a little. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. I stayed extra days up in Connecticut and didn't get nothing. Hey, I forgot uh, about birthdays. Did and, you know. Oh, uh, uh, real what? quick, Francie, I forgot about birthdays. Uh, living on Long Island has a, a, bar- a birthday. So uh, let's do that while you're oh, on the phone. Yay. Hey, Livin, call the show. Call the show for your birthday, Livin, if you want. But here's your birthday, Boner. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Thank you. Thank hey. you, all dear friends. Welcome to my birthday! And you know, just so everybody knows, uh, that, that birthday boner was based I on miss, that birthday boner was boner based boner on Boehner. everything. Ah, oh, I love so. I miss uh John Boehner, I really do. Mm. Uh, um, you know, good times. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> miss no, his uh, drunken nicotine stand Compared to this shit that's right? going on. Oh, oh God! Yeah, called him Mellow. And, yeah. and, Did they call him uh, Mellow Yellow? No, they called him Merlot. Merlot. He was the uh, well, you know, he was I the was o- definitely Yellow Merlot. He was the O O G. He was the O O G. The the original Orange Gangster. Uh, so yes, yeah. And he wore his orange a hell of a lot better than um, you know that that guy who shall not be named by me. No. Did you see any of his um thing today? No. Because I got uh, tell he, you something. I he turned looked, it off. Mm-mm. He looked burnt orange. <laughs> <gasps> like he, there were parts of his skin that looked like I don't know, man. There's. Do you remember Tan Mom from a couple of years ago? <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, man. oh my God. I am not. She, I'm not even yeah. joking. There's part. No, she like, looks like she was well roasted, man. I babysat her daughter while she was in sanding booth. She looked like she was slow roasted on a spit. Yeah, well, he sure. looked a little oh. like that today. Somebody go oh. find the picture. Tell me if I'm wrong. Go do or a Google, maybe right. if I'm wrong, yeah. that means go I need to Go do a Google you know, search. I gotta go, go fix do, my go monitor. Go do a Google search. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe the colors are off, but it was like wow. Well, maybe he yeah. had lighting his or his chin. makeup artist failed. Could be. He has a makeup his person. Airbrush artist, maybe. Yes, it ran so, out. Maybe they maybe they watered <laughs> down the they watered down the dip because they they just kind of get a I don't know. you know. They just kind of lower him in by his neck, and you know, and then they flip him, I dip his face. White as ever. Oh. <laughs> they almost like. I it, can't believe we're. <laughs> I can't believe we're in these times. I just. Well, you know, it's too much, Kenny. It's too it's, much. You know, it is too much. And thank you for the setup. It's too much. <laughs> would you know? And I don't know. Uh, you know, would you like some more? Punches. Yeah, and a couple of smacks for yeah, Joe Biden for definitely. being too macho. <laughs> it's too macho. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I would, I could beat that ass up at at my age. I can kick kick his butt, but I wouldn't. But I could. You could Just probably say. beat him at a stairmaster. That's all myself. you got to do. I don't. You know what I mean? I could take That's, care yeah. of myself. Five Let, brothers. Thank you. I learned challenge, some yeah. shit. 
I learned some stuff, dirty stuff, but it's okay. I'll teach you dirty stuff, darling. Yes. Got some <laughs> but yeah, dirty moves, you baby. You understood what I was saying where it was like, no, just don't do not do that. Yeah, don't, don't go there. It's not, um, we, we, we don't, don't, no, we don't need that now, Joe. Thanks. Yeah. And I love him. I love Uncle Joe. Me too. I do. But not doing that. No. Yeah. No, well, no, 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 no. Yeah, well, I Francie. Mean, unless uh, they were yeah, really go going to wrestle, then. <laughs> Grease them down. going to wrestle. Get some, you know, folding chairs. In. I'll grease you boys down. Hey, Trump wrestled. He wrestled and lost to Vince McMahon. And he no, he Vince he fake head. he fake won. He fake won to Vince McMahon. I know, but Vince McMahon got his head shaved. Just yeah. saying, and the missus who ran for something in Connecticut, I forgot what. Who cares? She oh, she's the cabinet. She's the she head is? of the oh, Christ. Association. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Well, anyway, she ran for something and lost in Connecticut Senate something, but she was a wrestler too, mm. and. Wrestling's real. <laughs> well, you know, the people like the McMahons aren't, know. but there is a certain a certain bit of a athleticism that goes on with people who actually wrestle, but not the yeah. not the family who owns the team, not the guys who actually put their necks on the line. I don't like no, WWE. I don't like boxing. I don't like MMA. I don't like any of no, that I stuff. I don't like it either. But, My you brothers know, loved it. There's it athleticism. Like there, there is... Crap. I will defend it that there is athleticism involved in the actual oh, yeah. sport, but when you stage the crap like with Trump and Vince McMahon, that's all bullshit. But anyway, Francie, no, I know we're gonna but yeah one, yeah. Go oh, ahead. You're gonna let me go, but one quick thing: the guy um, who played uh, on Taxi, he went in the wrestling ring and he got hurt. So, oh yeah, yeah. Um, you're Andy talking Kaufman. about Andy Kaufman, you yeah. know? He thought it was fake, and well. He got well, his head handed to him. He got body of, slammed. And, and, or his and, uh, neck. Yeah, he got fucked. Yeah, he got hurt. Sure. So anyway, on that happy note, <laughs> body slammed. <laughs> oh, did you want to... Did any he other part of his joy, body... Joy. Uh, Francie, off the ropes. Fran, Francie, did anything <laughs> yeah. else get bounced off the ropes? Any other body part get bounced um, off the ropes? His little tiny penis. Don't say penis in this In the house. bell. There you go. Ding, when ding, ding. The bell is <laughs> oh, God. I, uh. I'm going to be on, I think I'm going to be on with Tim and Joe Sunday, so yes, looking forward to it. Oh, good. I'm looking yes. forward to a great clown car. Oh, we're, we're going to do go. legal sleaze. Oh. Yeah, legalsleaze.com. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And thanks for taking my call. Have You're a great very night, welcome, Francie. Happy weekend. Bye. Have a great night. Palm Sunday. Happy Easter tides. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> I found the I found the the boxing bell there for everybody. So uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. So. Ouch. 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 Uh, yeah, that's St- Stormy Daniels' lawyer on Trump's penis. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, all right, so the, uh, well, we still have enough time for at least one more call. You want to call the, sh- the show? The number to call is 330-536-1466 or 330-KEN-1-GOO. There, I said it. Uh, so, If anybody's uh, going to meet up with me and with all of the mooks and Harriet's on uh, Sunday, call in. There Saturday. you go. Mooks on the move. Yeah, Saturday. Looking at you, Sandy. 
Yeah, Sandy and Derwood has her sign says "Mooks on the Move" at the bottom. So look for look for that sign uh, if you're meeting. She's coming to DC Thank for that, for correct? Yes, but she, she doesn't Very live good. that far from DC itself. So, uh, <laughs> and I, 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 Foxfire what? says, "What wrestling is real? It's it's <laughs> some aspects of it. There's athleticism. It's not real. I'm saying. I'm just saying." You kind of need to be a little athletic. But uh, we got Miles from Port St. Lucie, Florida, also heard on Mike Check Radio on the line. What's up, Miles? Or is this Michelle? It's actually Michelle. <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, Michelle. Michelle. Yay. Yay. What's up? Um, I just want to let everybody know uh, that uh, there are marches all over the place. So if you can't get to the one in Washington, D.C., look for one nearby. There's one here in Port St. Lucie. And there is one that is going to be marching down Southern Boulevard towards Mar-a-Lago tomorrow as well. Oh! Look out for sinkholes. Yeah, so so that's that's, that's, (laughs) that. Or shitholes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're expecting a lot of people at that one. That's oh, well, I'm sure. Gonna be, is he going to be in Florida? Oh, he already tomorrow? left for it. He left for it. All yeah. I'll buy him yeah. his lonesome today. Oh, brave, yeah. Brave Sir fucking Robin. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So he'll he'll be down there. But um, I just wanted to call everybody, let everybody know I'm feeling better. So my voice shouldn't be nearly as messed up as it was last weekend. And everybody... <laughs> Yeah, for everybody to listen to us on Mike Tech Radio, um, seven to ten on Saturday, we're we're introducing a new segment that shall not, not crash and burn like the read your own adventure segment did. So we should well, have a lot of fun. Live and learn. Yeah. Yes. Well, we're going to be called, talking well, talking about of, a trio of horror or something. Or trio uh, of yeah, trio of terror where uh, we where where. Uh, uh, Michelle, John, and myself uh, recommend three horror movies tomorrow. In each each time, it's a genre. Uh, so there's three of us. We each have three horror movies. But tomorrow, we're going to be recommending three horror films from three different studios. And each one of us have, have picked our own studio. And it's not just, you know, it's just not, you know, Freddy and Jason and Dracula and Frankenstein. Although they might be in the mix. There, there's a good variety because we we all all three of us love a good variety of horror films, uh, whether it be psychological or supernatural or science fiction horror, whatever you know, or classic stuff. Um, yeah, it's going to be a fun segment. Yeah, and we each took very diverse studios too, so each oh, one yeah. of us has a, a little different edge on their studio. Mine's more old and classic, and so it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, mine's newer, and a lot of the stuff is available on Netflix. And, yep. uh, yeah. Um, and, of course, I think I'm supposed to be doing my skeletal voice tomorrow for a feature that Adam wants me to do. <laughs> I oh, think, yes. <laughs> I think. I haven't heard much about that, but we'll uh, we'll see. So, yes. all right, but, well, uh, I'm Yeah, everybody. I'm, yeah. So, I'm glad you're feeling better, Michelle. March? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I am so I am too. Although the weather here is, is is starting to make me think I'm in for another bout because we were at 90 degrees on Tuesday, we went down to 70 on Wednesday, and now it's in the 40s and 50s. Ooh, oh, wow! It's like okay. our weather. <laughs> it's really <Whoa>. weird. <laughs> it hasn't been anywhere well, close to 90 or tomorrow. 70 here. So, um, pardon yeah. rain. I said I hope you can march tomorrow. 
I'm looking to see if I can. We'll see how my knees are holding up. That's the only thing that holds me back. Yep. Okay. Exactly. But um, I will be there in spirit, if nothing else. You know, I tried to do some donations here and there to different organizations, too. So Now, I don't, you know, know, awesome. people, I don't know if you... You probably knew this, Michelle, but on the road that leads to Mar-a-Lago, when Trump comes in and has to drive in, mm-hmm. there is a huge billboard. Oh, good. Impeach Trump. Ah, <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah, there's yeah. a billboard up there right now. And the funny thing is, is that there's a whole bunch of MAGA people who are protesting a billboard. Yeah, well, that's a really busy like that. uh, busy street. So a lot of people, they they can't keep the people away from that street. Yeah. So it is going <laughs> to be interesting. But the thing is, I, I just, they're protesting a billboard. Free speech oh, well, and consumerism and, and capitalism. <laughs> yeah. So, well, they have a right to protest the, the billboard that's, the, you know, trying to go after their god, you know. Yeah. <laughs> to them, you know to, we also what, have a right to laugh at them. We absolutely do. We also have to remember, Palm Beach County is also hosts uh, several of the largest gun shows in Florida. Ah, uh, that is right. Have an that's AR-15 right. an AR-15 factory? Um, I don't know if there's a factory down there. I've never looked into it that much, but there's mm. at least two or three gun shows in West Palm every year. Yeah, I'll well, I'll, I'll find it. Yeah, we'll do, do I'm a little more sure research. That nearby, there really is. There's a factory that makes those guns. Yeah. All right. Well, but Michelle, we, we got really we got we're at a hard break. Testing your billboard, Michelle, because maybe that billboard <laughs> be like that's yeah. it. I give up and I'm going to peel myself off. All right. Yes. Well, Michelle, uh, thank you so much for calling. I'm so glad you're feeling better, and I'm really looking forward to talking to you tomorrow on Mike Check yes. Radio. Uh, have a lovely evening. Tell Miles I said hi, and we'll talk to you soon. We'll do huggles, everyone. Take all care. Right. Huggles. Huggles right back. Huggles. So, uh, all right. And I got to say, Rain, before we go to the break, when when you, you were like, on the road to Mar-a-Lago. And I was just thinking in my head, on the road to Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> yes. And I, yes. I was just thinking of an awesome song for some reason. <laughs> There's a billboard staring down. <laughs> the I Trump just, cultists are protesting, <laughs> saying, take it down, but we won't. That's why I'm... All right, I... That's I rhyme down with down. down. Road to Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> <laughs> There's a billboard looking down. We're going to say down so many times in this song. <laughs> going down, 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 down. <laughs> you All right, sing we... it enough and you protest it enough, that billboard is going to just roll itself up and say, I'm done, I'm out. Uh, you know, okay, so here it is. This is this is my dream for a song called On the Road to Mar-a-Lago. Backup singers go, look out for the sinkholes. <laughs> look out for the sinkholes. Uh, so anyway. Okay, we gotta, we gotta workshop this. this work. <laughs> There's a billboard looking down. Uh, Looking down. <laughs> all right, we're going to go ahead and run to the break. Great <laughs> ideas. Ideas are popping all the time on this program. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I was going to say something in the Roy Moore voice, but I guess I'll just say it. We'll be right back after this. Lots more damn this libtard turn up the night. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com. Light out. 
everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. <laughs> and now, on with the show. The tanker aircraft is very important based on everything. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, t- some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! On the road to Mar-a-Lago, there's a billboard looking down with a real important message to impeach that orange clown. He's going down. That orange clown. <laughs> wow. I worked on it over the break. <laughs> I could tell. I'm a little pitchy. I, I am a little pitchy dog. Uh, but, <laughs> but anyway, welcome back to the program. Of course, uh, joining me as always on this uh, weekend edition of Turn Up the Night, broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly uh, Worldwide, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. I knew it was only a matter of time before you got to down and clown. Yeah, th- see, there you go. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, you were you were uh, as uh, Victoria uh, <laughs> Victoria's Secret. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> Victoria's Secret. I know that place. You know, Precinct. Victoria yeah. Jackson. <laughs> oh, Victoria Jackson. She's too. She's way too old for me. Uh, but Toots is on the other hand, he's a little squirt. Uh, <laughs> and of course, uh, rain from four freedoms blog in Washington, DC, uh, who will proudly stand with, uh, the, uh, uh, the youth and all the others who support, uh, the, uh, March for our lives movement tomorrow in DC. Very excited for you to go to that. Yes, I am. But I want to sing with you on the road to Mar-a-Lago. We have to do this. I, I, I don't think it would be too hard. Mar-a-Lago. Come on. There's a billboard looking down. So I'm getting a little twang in my voice for that. It must be all the Roy Moore I'm doing. So. Well, that's the thing. On the break, we weren't sure where you were going with or where Bob was going with it. Because I was thinking, what was his name was saying? Um, Wichita Lineman. Uh, you just passed that, away. That wasn't Johnny. Ca- no, no, no. It was, no, it wasn't Johnny Cash. Uh, that, oh, Come on, Joe, I'm, help me out. Uh, oh, Glenn Campbell. Glenn, Glenn Campbell. Campbell. That's right. That was that was my inspiration, and it sounds a little like it's your inspiration. Well, there you go. So, uh, and, and and Bob was thinking what? I was thinking of more of a like a country country ver- um, uh What's his face with the Margaritaville? Um, Buffet, Mr. Buffet. Uh, yeah, Mr. Buffet. Boop. Hamburger buffet. 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 <laughs> Warren Buffett. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I love this. On the road. I can't. Searching for I my lost shaker of salt. <laughs> yeah. Searching for my red naga hat. <laughs> oh. I forgot who I introduced, but uh, uh, Joe, I definitely introduce you. Rain from Four Freedoms Market, of course. Bobber in D.C., who will be at the rally tomorrow, too. Uh, welcome Actually, back. Actually, I will program. not, unfortunately. Oh, you're not? Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I've got, I've got the, there's a, our club does a yearly homebrew competition and we scheduled it months ago. Oh, and, well, uh, beer is more important than anything. You don't have to explain yeah, that. Well, unfortunately, they, they scheduled the march on the same day, so. The Bob is going to drink beer. In well, while you I, hang out with people who aren't old enough to drink beer. You know, I, I was, I was telling Raina on the, on the way back, uh, we, we dropped off. You know the twenty-three cases of, of entries at the at the place. So we're going to do the judging tomorrow. Now on the way back, I'm driving through the middle of D.C. and I see three kids, three teen kids, teenagers, teenage boys, uh, walking with their dad. And all three boys are carrying poster boards. So you can tell they're getting ready to make posters for tomorrow. Oh, good. Dad, dad had was carrying two twelve packs of uh, Corona. <laughs> <laughs> God bless you, Dad. I was like, all right, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, um, we're, we're going to do a, a belated entry on the program uh, right now. Uh, and this is from uh, Clinster. He begged, and he I think Clinster is more of a podcast listener, so we're going to do this for him. Anyway. We, we, we got to give props to podcast listeners when um, uh, they, they give us a story. Uh, to, to run with and uh, this one call uh, falls under uh, the crazy fundies segment this is a jingle we haven't played in a while everybody let's get ready to go uh, 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 heaven's chimney I am a Christian because of one thing because life is precious and God and the Bible science who cares about science I'm a God warrior could you imagine kissing some man walk you not the path of Sodom Bible thumpers. Nobody fucks with the Jesus. God, what happened here? Tonight's the night. We're finally going to go up heaven's chimney. You can trust everything uh, that is in this book. In Jesus' name, boogity, 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 amen. All right, so this one comes to us from Right Wing Watch. Uh, I've never heard of either of these people, and um, it's probably a good thing because I don't think most of the world has heard of these two idiots. Uh, Carl Gallup's with Mike Shoesmith. <laughs> Gallops and Shoesmith. Hey, I think I visited them when Sassy needed new shoes. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. I, I heard that they wrote the song On the Road to Mar-a-Lago. On the road to Mar-a-Lago, I took a detour to the mall. So... <laughs> Jesus God, what is what has become oh. of this place? So Carl Gallup's and Mike Shoesmith, Sassy's blacksmiths. Um, they have a kiosk, by the way, down at the mall. <laughs> it's called Shoes and Things. <laughs> or Shoes and Things. Uh, but my, Carl Gallup's and Mike Shoesmith have a theory on uh, the, the late, great Stephen Hawking. Ugh. <sighs> Yeah, here you go. Here's part one. 
I believe that Stephen Hawking, because nobody understands to this day how he was able to stay alive with a death sentence for over five decades. Uh, that would be called medical fucking science, you moron! Alright, sorry. I had to get that out of the way at first. And also yeah. the fact that Great Britain has a really good national medical health system. But. This is true, and our good friend Graham Bonnet uh, has attested to that before. Uh, so, uh, who I met last Friday this time. Uh, but anyway, continue. It Lou Gehrig's disease. People are, do not understand how that was even possible. Right. I think I have an idea. There's an idea floating around in my head why that's possible, Carl. Because when you look at the life of Billy Graham, okay, his ministry uh, took off of from, from Wheaton, right, in 19, uh, in the early 40s. You know, that's where he basically, he met his uh, mentor, uh, the president of Wheaton College, or President Raymond Edmonds, and they became friends. And uh, in 1942, Billy Graham started conducting these meetings, you know, these, uh, these tent meetings, you know, in the South. And he even did one, a revival at Sharon Presbyterian Church in his hometown of Charlotte. And in 1942, that's where it really kicked off for, for Billy Graham. But get this, uh -huh. in 1943... The Holy Spirit moved in on Wheaton campus. <laughs> Many prayed on their knees, confessing their sins. Is he paying rent? called prayer meetings that year in which Billy lay prostrate on the floor, pleading and crying for revival. Lord, all I want to do is save souls. So here's Billy Graham. I mean, this guy is 100% devoted. The Lord sees his heart, gives him a tremendous ministry. And who do you think is sitting in the, in the background going, I have to do something about this? I mean, this guy is sold out. The devil. I have to do something. But who do you think sitting in the background doing that? The devil, right? Oh, I was totally right. Wow, that was, you know, I got to tell you, that was a really cool story. It's the coolest fucking story I've ever heard in my entire life. That's insane. Is it, can I hear it again? Do you have time? <sighs> so the, this, is, this, is the, this is the introduction to the big theory. Well, of course, you know, Satan kept alive Stephen Hawking because something happened in a tent where Billy uh, Graham was flopping around like a fish out of water on the floor, speaking in tongues, going, yeah, yeah, you know, uh, and because the devil was back there. And I mean, so just, you know, you know, very compelling story here. I don't know how he how did he possibly stay alive? Science well, if medicine. I if the devil kept him alive, he did a poor job. Because, I mean, if you make a deal with the devil, why didn't he give him, like, uh, Brad Pitt's body? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And what kind of fucking deal was that? Yeah. It's, oh, God, it's so, so nine uh, mind-numbing or nine-mumbing. So, uh, it's Friday night. Gonna get drunk. <laughs> On the road to Mar-a-Lago. On the road to Mar-a-Lago. Watch out for sinkholes, kids. Uh, all right, here, here's the second part of this this uh, moronic theory here. Dedicated to you, Clinster. You wanted to go up Heaven's Chimney. Here you go. So in 1942, uh -huh. uh, that's when Billy Graham's ministry really takes off. Neat. And who yeah. do you think was born in 1942? Oh, Stephen oh. Hawking. Mm -hmm. Oh, and I because Stephen Hawking. Stephen okay. Hawking comes from a long line of atheists. Okay, his father oh. and, and all these people. So I, I believe the devil said, "Okay, this guy was just born, and I'm going to use this guy. This guy is already primed to accept my message that there is no God. He's already primed for it. 
He's, 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 he's going to be awash, immersed in atheism all uh-huh. his years as a child. Sure. I'm going to take over this guy's life. And gotcha. Carl, listen, I believe Stephen Hawking was kept alive by demonic forces. And I oh. know that may be difficult for some people to imagine, but I believe that it was the demonic realm that has kept this man alive as a, as, as a virtual vegetable his entire life. A just vegetable? Just so he could spread this message. Okay, okay, so all right, a, a virtual oh, vegetable. No, no, a vegetable is when your body's fine, but your mind isn't, you fucking moron. A vegetative state is when your mind doesn't function. This guy could have fucking run rings around you at any point in his life, whether he was, you know, debilitated or not. You know, well, I guess he was born in 1942. You know, you know who else was born in 1952? Who's that? Tens of thousands of people. Yeah, lots this of, is lots <laughs> of people were born that year. Possibly millions. <laughs> Possibly yeah. millions. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, so yeah. I have a question. Jesus Christ was born then too, right? Well, the Earth is only uh, what about fifty years old? Three thousand right? years old. <laughs> Jesus is born again every year with people. So I have a question. God damn it! Living on Long, Long Island bodies, says, "Can I buy some want, pot from you?" This, <laughs> to this guy. <laughs> Sorry, living I mean, on Long Island. Just one second. Living on Long Island says, "Can I buy some pot from you?" To the guy who was <laughs> doing the theory. <laughs> so. It's good stuff. That's good stuff. Go ahead, Joe. Now, so yeah, my question is: If in 1942 we figured this is the guy that's going to be the counter to Billy Graham, mm-hmm. so what? Did they run out of bodies down in hell? I mean, they couldn't give this guy a healthy body. <sighs> I, I I don't even understand. So I, mean, I mean, he can only he can only uh, help out like one person. Yeah, yeah. God's yeah, God, God's he has li- the power li- to keep this guy. He has the power to keep this guy in his in his crippled body alive for so long. But he, that but that's it. Just the one guy. No more. No more. Wouldn't it be yeah. easier just to hire an assassin to kill Billy Graham? <laughs> Stupid. So I'm just kind of figuring this out. So maybe God just gave up on Billy Graham. A couple of weeks earlier than Satan gave up on Stephen Hawking's, and they're both like, "Dude, just let's call it even." Well, he came from a long line of atheists. The fuck! <laughs> There's no, there is no empirical truth that Stephen Hawking was an atheist. There, well, you well, never, no, he, you he never was an atheist. Went down the road to Mar-a-Lago. Wait, Frank. he was? Oh yeah, he was an, he was totally an atheist. Was his parents? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know uh, enough about his family if they were atheists or not. But he was definitely an atheist. Uh, he he was an atheist like me. It, 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 it's you know we're not about to say that there's no God because we can't prove it. But we're not about to try and you know use two thousand year old doctrines to say this is how the universe works. Exactly. You know? I think that's kind of what I'm getting at. The, the fact whoever this this guy who needs to get laid more to say oh god oh god oh god more Mike Shoesmith um, sassy's friend the fact that he, he he said his parents were atheists how do you know that how do you know that his oh, parents well, were no atheists? he came from a long line of atheists <laughs> so uh, so even dumber I, I, I have a, a good I have a good feeling that uh, Mike Shoesmith came, came from a long line of potheads 
uh, that you know, and he's he's smoking the the skunk shit here uh, because gonna, you know I'm going to go out on a limb and say he came from a long line of one time when his father ejaculated. <laughs> <laughs> Or that was Earl's version of <laughs> Oh, I love you, Earl. Good boy, good boy. Uh all right, here here's the last last bit of this segment. Because I believe that uh, Stephen Hawking was kept alive and propped up as a vegetable for 50 years by demonic forces, I do not believe that everyone who has a physical ailment or disability is being propped up by demonic forces. Yeah. I believe that yeah, God can heal you and <laughs> heal you and, uh, and completely restore you. He can't. Uh, I don't believe can't. that you have to live the way you he are, can't. but I do believe that God can give us grace wherever we are, mm-hmm. including to Stephen Hawking. All he had to do was just reach out to Almighty God, and Jesus himself would have reached down and said, uh, demons, be cast into those yes. pigs. Yes, And they yes. would have been cast into the pigs. Hallelujah, right? Right. Uh, uh, yeah, no, none of that's true. It's all crazy shit. Because Jesus, I don't wanna... as we all know, was in a black hole, and nothing gets out of a black hole. <laughs> yeah, it, it, so no. you, you can't reach out to him. I, I just I want to say this too is, is I, I don't want to put down stoners or anything, but there's the bad kind of stoner that just discovers weed, and then they're like, "Oh my god, man, look at this! Can you believe that it, a three and a five makes an eight, and an eight cut in half is a four and a four? And if you think about that, you <laughs> could even put a two into each one of those four times, and now you're left with one four. You know, I mean, it's just that kind of nonsense. You can just start talking, and you really think you're onto something, and it's like, no, dude, just enjoy the high. Stop trying to be clever, because you're not. You know, it's like a, a really dumb person smoking pot. Let me say that. Because smart people on pot are wildly entertaining. I will attest. But yeah, so so there you go, Clinster. I hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> uh, yeah, F- Kat says, faith healing and bullshit charlatanism. Absolutely. You know, you know, and oh, God, you know, I've seen the faith healers. I've seen the faith healers with the earpieces. And, and, you know, they're, they're like, ah, I see that you live at 2274 Sycamore Street and your knee's been bothering you, my sister. I want you to come right down here and I'm going to whop you in the forehead and you're going to get up and you're going to be all excited and your knee problems are going to go away for about 30 seconds and then you're going to take your seat again and then when you get home, it's going to hurt like hell because I knocked you in the head. You know, I mean, it's all nonsense. It's such bullshit. You know, and I, I just rewatched uh, There Will Be Blood the other day. I drink your milkshake. <laughs> uh, but I just rewatched that, and and I the, the biggest laugh the um what was his name Sunday his last name was Sunday play uh, uh, oh Paul Paul oh no 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 I'm trying to remember the actor's name who was in uh, who played the the pastor in that the faith healer and it, it just it really just kind of rang true with like what's going on right now with you know Billy Graham lying in the in the Capitol and everybody's like oh 
fawning over what he did. What did he do? He kind of did shit in shit in his lifetime. He basically just, you know, made a lot of money off a lot of scared people, and that was it. Maybe he had some mission programs that basically converted people. So you want you hungry? You hungry? You hungry? All right, give your life to Jesus. You know, it's all self-serving nonsense. But um, I do that and, to my and, dogs and, every morning. You hungry? You hungry? Hungry? <laughs> give your life to Jesus. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> give, give Jesus your paw. Earl, you, your paw. Earl, you got That's anything to say boy. about that? Yeah, it's Jesus a good boy. Jesus loves you. Oh. Jesus loves you. Oh. Give Jesus your paw. Okay. You get the treat. <laughs> I tried to rep tried to replicate Earl there, so he doesn't want to do that. Do that. He doesn't want any of that shit. Earl, so Earl, give Jesus your I'll go pork sharky if you want. <laughs> He's Earl is looking at me like you're you're out of your mind, right? What? Frank, you can, no, what? I literally just said Earl, give Jesus your paw. Earl, give Jesus your paw, damn it! So. <laughs> give Jesus your paw. Or Be Jesus, a good Jesus doggy. Drake you down with ticks. Ticks. Oh, no. he's walking so. away. He'll send. He'll send ticks. Uh, right now, flee. Right now, Earl wants pistachios. Yeah, and I, I I do want I do want to clarify that. It, I was I, I I'm a casual user from time to time of marijuana, so don't you know get me wrong when I say this guy sounded like a really dumb person who was stoned because Foxfire says you know uh, uh, they use um, medical stuff for PTSD. It, a lot of my friends uh, are on medical marijuana for lots of different ailments. I'm looking for an ailment uh, that I can <laughs> get a prescription for at some point. <laughs> And edibles are oh, lovely. Hey, <clears throat> hey I'm making a, a run tomorrow for medical marijuana. So if you want to come, oh, okay. Well, I, I got to go to the. I got to go to the market. Phrasing. So. Phrasing. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> uh, <laughs> no, it's it, I, I, for, he said Spiegel. for medical. He said yeah. for. He said he said for medical. Medical, but, you know. Um, phrasing. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but anyway, no, uh, yeah, and uh, I got nothing wrong with the, uh, you know, the oil, with the edibles, with the smokables, whatever. I just, my thing is, I haven't done it in a really long time because I, I don't want to get in trouble. You know, uh, I mean, it's, it's been decriminalized to a certain degree in Ohio, but, um, it's, you know, I, I just, I don't want to, I don't want to be a lawbreaker. You know, I don't want to take the chance of ruining my life, you know? Uh, so that, that's kind of where I am, but, um, but I have absolutely nothing against it. You know, it's better for you than alcohol. I will contest that unless you're a batshit crazy part of this show is yeah. against pot period. But I think we're all kind of have to like, look at it within the constraints of the law. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So, and in Pennsylvania, um, it is legal. Yeah. Is it really? Yes. I didn't yeah. know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You have to go to the doctor with your medical thing, and the, the doctor has to certify you. Then you have to go online and register, send you a card, and you get a card, and then you go to the store. How long does it take you to get – hey, Joe, how long does it take you to get to Erie? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> you, uh, I'd say about three hours and a half. So, yeah, that, that's that's a long drive for you. Uh, for me, it's about 40 minutes. <laughs> oh, me? It would take me like seven hours. I oh, mean, I've seven, yeah, been there seven. a few times. Oh, yeah. yeah. Erie's only, yeah, it's, it's like it's 45 minutes away. 
Um, yeah. The only thing is they haven't opened a store in Scranton yet, uh, but they're building one. But yep. it, there's a whole process you have to go through. Sure. And you have to have, you know, you have to go to your doctor. You have to get a take your doctor certification to a doctor that's certified to give this out. It's a whole process, and then it takes months. But you get a card, and then now it's legal yeah, in Pennsylvania. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. That's good to know. I still yeah. love that I, I taught. Here in Virginia, we have um, oil. Oil is now. Mm-hmm. Available via doctors. Well, yes. you know, vapes. We have the vape shops too. You know. Yeah, you can. You can only, but it can only have a certain percentage of THC. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's it's watered down in the uh, medical. Right. Well, and However, um, in DC, in DC, you can grow your own. It's legal to grow your own and smoke it at home. Uh, uh um. I'm moving to DC. <laughs> yeah, you, can you, you can't sell it. Yeah, this is true. Sell it. That's true. You can't buy it. You can grow. You, can't. you can grow up, what, Well, I, I think six plants. You, you can have six. Yeah, six. Uh, I plants think going three, three mature and three not mature. Now, something is that like, floor, I think something like per, per, that. Something like that might be happening in Ohio soon. Uh, so I don't know. Um, is that six plants per we'll or in your whole house? Per person, per person, oh, okay. per person. Oh, that's yeah. Good. So, 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 this, so, Rain and I, if we were moved to DC, we could have twelve plants: six mature and six not mature. But um, and yeah, and they're mature or not mature at all. So, how do you know if they're mature? Did they make good choices or what? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't vote for Trump, <laughs> so <laughs> not wearing MAGA hats. Yeah, okay. <laughs> MAGA buds. <laughs> They're not on the road to Mar-a-Lago, that's for uh, sure. On the road to Mar-a-Lago, it's time to take a break. Um, <laughs> all right, Bobber, what, would you like to hear one of your, your tunes on, on this break here? Uh, uh, it's not um, it's not Sweet Leaf, and it's not Mary Jane, but Sweet Emily? Sure. Oh, yeah, sure, why not? Or, or something else. I didn't realize you had that one. Yeah, that's uh, that's the beggars, right? Yeah, that's an old beggar's tune. Yep. There we go. All right. The beggars with Sweet Emily coming up on this break. We'll be right back uh, uh, as we travel down the road to Mar a Lago. <laughs> Oops. I'm sorry. I forgot to play a bumper first. I got to do that. <laughs> there we go. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig. It gave the Americans more motivation to see what we can do with our country. Mm-hmm. IndieMediaWeekly.com Worldwide Okay
Sunday, 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 come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, All the Power Without the Tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow! Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. This is Adam Hebert. On every episode of Mike Check Radio, me and my co-hosts are not only committed to telling you about the latest political news, but also about the latest nerd news as well. Whether it's the latest scientific discovery, the new season of anime, the ending of a cherished manga, or the latest in comics, television, or movies, my show is guaranteed to bring you something that will make your inner nerd go squee! So be sure to tune in to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert live every Saturday night, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Like here. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Twice, and also thank you. Tanker aircraft is very important based on everything. Everything. <laughs> everything. I can't even think of all the things that are in everything. Yeah. On aircraft carrier. Just aircraft carrier. You know what? It really. It, and I just thought of this. Uh, to really dissect that comment. Uh, you know what? You know what? It really made me think of is because uh, somebody in the in the chat room asked who the guest was. I think Livin asked who the guest was on Resistor Sisters tonight at ten yes. fifteen p.m. Eastern. Uh, the uh, Livin asked who the guest was this week, and it, there is no guest. It's uh, Susan, Heidi, and Rain. Uh, and I yes. and I also said if you listen real close, you can hear me in the background say Steve Carell. Um, because Susan, <laughs> Susan, I actually know where you said that from. I, I was just walking through the room, and uh, and I heard Susan trying to figure remember Steve Carell's name, and I said Steve Carell, just you know, and, and then I walked out. Um, and uh, but uh, so that that this this thing, um, tanker aircraft is very important based on everything. I love carpet. 
I love desk. Brick, are you just looking at things in the office and saying that you love them? I love lamp. Do you really love the lamp, or are you just saying it because you saw it? I love lamp. Yeah. I love so, lamp. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> that really is an appropriate comparison. Yeah, I mean, because if you listen to that pause, that pause there, it, it, again. Tanker aircraft is very important based on everything. <laughs> based, on based on lamp lamp <laughs> on the road to mar-a-lago <laughs> based on podium podium jesus i love teleprompter <laughs> he shouldn't be loving teleprompter lately it has not been doing him justice mm, no. so um, our, put pictures up there instead of words. Yeah, uh, a couple of quick stories I want to talk about um, uh, before we roll along. Uh, I hate to say I was right, but I was right. Turns out that the Austin bomber was a white male, a uh, Christian homeschooled conservative who belonged to a group called Riot, which is a homeschool survivalist uh, group, kind of like Boy Scouts for did the. Say, did you say Boston? Uh, Austin. No, you Austin. said belong, belongs to. I thought you said. Okay, Austin, I'm sorry, Texas. Because it was the Maryland dude. Uh, no, no, the 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 bomber in Austin. Uh, oh, Austin. Austin. Oh. Austin. Okay, I'm Texas. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Sorry. That's okay. But yeah, he he belonged to a like kind of apocalyptic Boy Scout group called uh, Riot, which yes. was. Uh, yes. I'm. I'm really sorry. That's okay. I'm no, my, no, don't be. I'm getting uh, my white male you're, killers <laughs> confused I, in their, you know, well, radicalization. So, and since we don't name them, it gets all the more confusing. Uh, but but yeah, so uh, he was uh, uh, he blew himself up uh, before police could uh, apprehend him. They're looking to see if he was looking for a, uh, working with a larger network of individuals because again, he belonged to this homeschooled survivalist group. Um. Again, riot. I don't remember what the the what it stands for. It's like righteous something something truth. Yeah, uh, rot. <laughs> rot. There you go. Rot. <laughs> uh, so fortunately, he's he's he, uh, offed himself. Uh, Jesus Christ, blew himself up in his car. Um, but uh, you know, I know we were kind of like we don't want to speculate, but you know, I said on the show, I was like it. Come on, you know, it did, you know, it, it, it was not a far stretch to figure out what was going on. Again, like Geraldo Rivera said, and I hate agreeing with Geraldo R Rivera. See, we're in the same boat now, Bobber. You agreed okay. with the Ann Coulter tonight. I agree with Her Geraldo, uh, Al Capone's vault fame. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, Geraldo said, yeah, it, it, it's not a stretch for the imagination that this was a conservative targeting, you know, an isle of blue and a sea of red in Texas. And it, it looks like that might be. They, they don't have a, an exact motivation. You know, it's not like he wrote it out. But this guy had a blog. He was anti-abortion. Um, he was anti-marriage equality. Uh, there was some other shit too, some other crazy shit, um, you know, and, and it, it was gross and, and, you know, uh, I'm glad he's the dead. That he was a, the group that he's a part of was righteous invasion of truth. Uh, yeah. So I knew it was righteous and, and truth. Yeah. It, but it included a 
people who were homeschooled, studied the Bible, and were taught gun skills. See? Weird, huh? And I, I said this on our blog the other day. And I'm going to say it here. I know it's not as bad as ISIS. You know, or as big as ISIS or Desh or ISIL, whatever we're going to call make it these sure, days. But we got to make sure it doesn't become that big. But the bottom line is that this is a Christian radical terrorist group. Yes, it was a terrorist this, attack. This dude was a part yeah. of it. Yeah. So, you know, 23-year-old kid, uh, his dad Not a helped kid. bought him Not a house. A kid. I'm man, sorry. You're, no. you're, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. 23-year-old man, his dad bought him a house. Uh, and uh, apparently they surrounded that house the other day. And I don't know if anybody else has been charged. I don't think so. We probably would have heard about it by now. But... Um, but yeah, it's it's disgusting. So and I didn't mean to cut you off so quick. No, no, That's no. Why I no, said it fine. so quick is because so many times when we see, you know, black men who are killed, they, they you know, teenagers, young mm-hmm. black man was killed. This was a twenty three year old. He was a grown ass man whose daddy bought him a house. Yeah, I only say kid because uh, to me in this scenario, it seems like he was coddled so much. I, you know, it, it, I say kid not in the numeric age sense, but I kid understand. in the sense that he was given everything that he has and didn't have to work for it and, you know, got angry and lashed out. And it's disgusting to me. Uh, also, and, and the thing yeah. is, Ken, I, I really I understand where you're coming from because we're friends. Yes, I do. We I, are. But, friends. you know, we are friends. So I'm not trying to scold you, but this is it, not just, news. it kind of irritates me when the media comes out and says he was a kid. The same way the, the, that dude who, who in Maryland on Tuesday morning, we got to see headlines about how he was a forlorn lover. He was scorned. Mm, yeah, yeah. And I just, I just feel like we need to start calling... And the same with the guy down in Parkland. Agreed. The guy down in Agreed. Parkland, you know, you can call and him that, a kid. And you saw his brother was arrested for stalking the, the campus down there, too, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Fucking crazy. It's, it's time to stop coddling white Agreed. killers. Agreed. Um, uh, one other thing, uh, something that was mentioned by Caitlin, Chris, and Kat on my Twitter I, I I didn't want to spend a lot of time on it, but this is important, and I don't know, maybe we'll talk about it next Tuesday, uh, or possibly Resistor Sisters might want to pick this up, since Susan is an Ohio resident. Uh, but this is from uh, NPR, uh, Gabe Rosenberg. Ohio GOP introduce, introduces bill to ban abortion from March 20th. I'll just read a little bit of this. Uh, After a federal judge put the brakes on Ohio's latest abortion restrictions, a group of Republican lawmakers is trying to take a step even further, banning all abortions in Ohio. Under a bill introduced uh, Monday, HB 565, the state would prohibit abortions even in cases of rape, incest, or a danger to a woman's life. The proposal would allow criminal charges against both doctors and pregnant women uh, seeking abortions and would characterize an unborn human as a person under Ohio's criminal code regarding homicide. That means Again. abortions 
could be punishable by life in prison or even the death penalty. Um, so they are trying to bring this right back up to the Supreme Court. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, I don't, I can't say, I don't have facts to back this up like Herb Cain would say, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't have facts to back this up. Uh, what was that gal's name who was uh, Roy Moore's, uh, uh, she was Heartbeat Bill Lady in Ohio, um, Her his campaign manager. Uh, I can't remember her name. Um, I know I'm who you're talking about. I'm looking about. it up right now. Uh, but, um, oh, um, no, it, it spokeswoman. I think she was. Uh, but, uh, but yeah. It I'll, isn't worth our discussion. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> Just. Well, I wouldn't be she's surprised. She's a virulent uh, anti. Yeah, I I'm wouldn't sorry. be surprised if she was behind it. Janet Porter. I wouldn't be surprised if she was behind this because she was behind the heart mm-hmm. bill beat. Or heartbeat bill, heart bill beat, <laughs> heart bill beat is me and Bobber's new band. Um, uh, no, it's not. Might be a backup singer. And our, our first song is going to be "On the Road to Mar-a-Lago." There's a billboard looking down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rain, go ahead. We'll, we'll get your last song on this. Shopping mall near you. Yeah, <laughs> right behind Orange Julius something. by the dumpster. Come on, girl. Uh, <laughs> I have nothing. Let's let's just All get right. going with the Mad Libs. Yeah, let's uh, let's make with the Mad li- make with the li- Mad Libs, funny man. Uh, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get Mad Libs. <laughs> oh God bless Mad Libs. <sighs> All right, here we go. Uh, let's go alphabetical order tonight. <clears throat> Excuse me. Bobber, can I get a verb from you, sir? Verb. Um. Splooge. All right. That's the spirit. Uh. Joe, an an adverb. (laughs) An adverb. Likely. All right. Rain, a part of the body. Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> All right, I'll allow it. Uh, <laughs> Bobber, part of the body, plural. Balls. Balls. B a w l l z. Balls. Sorry, Joe. Another adverb. Oh, willingly. Willingly. (laughs) We got so quiet, I thought, did did my connection drop? (laughs) No, mine did. There you go. Uh, (laughs) Rain, a type of liquid. Oh. Trump vodka. Trump vodka it is. Okay. uh, Bobber. The name of a conservative. Kelly, 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 Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. And um, let me see. Joe, an exclamation. Egads. 
Eagles. All right. That was also a crazy movie uh, back in the day. Huh. Uh, Rain, a female conservative. Oh, a female conservative. Um, Janine Pirro. Oh, do you want Judge Janine or just Janine Pirro? Judge Janine. Uh. <laughs> Stop this now. Paul Ryan. She's got a great voice. Let me tell you that. She does, doesn't she? No. <laughs> no, that is not the truth. Anti-Viagra? Uh, <laughs> uh, bobber, plural noun, sir. Plural noun. Um... Viagras? <laughs> Vibrators. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Joe, a verb. Spelunking. Spelunking. Uh, my favorite pastime that I've never done. Uh, <laughs> uh, Rain, uh, name of a conservative. Any conservative will do. My father. Oh. <laughs> uh, would you like me to put uh, Rain's father? Yeah, let's do that. All right. Uh, <laughs> and you don't, Paul, you don't want Paulie Koch, right? Paulie Koch? I could put Paulie Koch in there. Uh, uh, I'll tell you what. Paulie Rain's Koch. father, Paulie Koch. Do it. <laughs> so, all right. Uh <laughs> Bobber, plural Rain noun. Has no Fs to give. Oh, this is this is uh, the last one, Bobber. You get the the final one tonight. Plural noun. Make it good. Make it golden. Plural noun. Yeah. Um. Stains. All right, here we go. Um. Let's go ahead and do uh, uh, this this last one that I finished first here. This is called Mark Antony's Address from Julius Caesar. <laughs> uh, friends, Romans, and mind erasers, lend me your vibrators. <laughs> okay, we're off to a great start. I come <laughs> just clean him when you, before you give him back. The narration. I come I come to spelunk Caesar, not to praise him. <laughs> The evil that men do lives after them. The good is often turned with their demonic forces. <laughs> so so let it be with Rain's father, Polly Koch. <laughs> the noble Brutus <laughs> hath told you Caesar was slimy. If it was so, it was gr a grievous fault. I'm going to start the music again. Here we go. <laughs> if you have stains, prepare to shed them now. You all do know this mud. I remember the first time ever Caesar put it on. Through this well-beloved Brutus stabbed. For Brutus, as you know, was Caesar's piece of human shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my Fucking God. This wow. was the most unkindest hypocrite of all. Here is the lube and under Caesar's seal. <laughs> to every Roman false prophet he gives to every several man, 75 racist summer bitches. Here. 
Here was a devil. When comes such another? There you go. All right. I, pro I, I, I'm sure I remember I'm that speech. I remember. <laughs> uh, yeah. I gotta say this, man. Yeah. Kenny, did you get a secret script of one of my cousins? Um, no. Christmas <laughs> celebrations, because maybe God. I did. Maybe I did. I'm missing my fa I'm missing my family right now. Missing one of them summer bitches. <laughs> Got some feels. Got some Seventy five racist summer bitches. Uh, so <laughs> All right, here we go. This one's called Good Manners. Everyone. Uh, good manners. One. When you receive a birthday toothpick or a wedding salt. You should always send a thank you, turd. <laughs> yes. If somebody gave me a toothpick yeah. or a salt <laughs> as a gift, I would send them a thank you, turd. Uh, in, in, a, in a flaming paper bag. Yes, yes. Uh, good manners, too. When you splooge or burp out loud, be sure to cover your Mar-a-Lago and say, I'm likely sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, good manners number three. If you're a man and wearing a flask on your head and a and a horse shit approaches, it's always polite to tip your 12 pack. <laughs> uh, good manners number four. Yeah, it is very good advice. These are words to live by here, everybody. Uh, Good manners number four. When you're at a friend's cheeseburger for dinner, remember it's not to not polite to eat with your balls. <laughs> Take food from anybody else's noose or leave the table before everyone else. Don't your take food from your friend. <laughs> Don't eat with your balls. <laughs> dinner with Uncle Pauly. Stop eating yeah, with your Pauly, balls. Those eight Pauly chopsticks. Polly walnuts. Polly walnuts. walnuts. Don't eat with your balls. They ain't chopsticks. <laughs> there might be two of them, but they don't serve the same purpose. Um, good manners number five. When meeting your friend's parents, always try to make a deluded impression by greeting them willingly. All right. All right. Last one is my dream girl. Roseanne Barr. No. <laughs> oh, oh. I kid. Here we go. My dream girl. The girl of my dreams has cheesy orange hair scented like potatoes. <laughs> Her eyes are like two. F <laughs> What's that? It's French fries. Yeah. <laughs> French fried potatoes. Sure, sure. With or cheese you know, whiz on them. Sure, or biscuits. You got any biscuits for sale in there? <laughs> biscuits. Uh, <laughs> actually, I'm missing a plural noun, so it's now become biscuits. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, her eyes are like two phlegmy pools of Trump vodka, and her lips remind me of ignorant biscuits. <laughs> That's her disgusting. <laughs> Her skin is as smooth and lovely as a scummy butt plug. And she has a... <laughs> and she has a figure like Kelly and Conway. Oh, God. <laughs> Speaking of scummy butt plugs. <laughs> when she enters a room... When, when, when she enters a room, people always stare at her and say, E-Gads! 
I agree with every person who says that. What a skanky well, woman! Just, just scummy butt plug. <laughs> but yeah, it says when and she enters a room, people always. Vodka? Uh oh, no, that was Flemmy pools of Trump vodka. Uh, was yeah, that was. we're describing a zombie at this point. Kinda. Uh, but no, mm-hmm. but no. So, so backing up, when when she enters a room, Sorry. people always stare at her and say, "Egads, what a skanky woman!" That was <laughs> random. Her sense of humor is always rotund, and people marvel at her shardy vocabulary. <laughs> well, she's a zombie. In my dreams, I see her wearing a false dress and a diamond astrology in her hair. I would gladly give up all of my board games for one evening with this innocuous girl. Her name is Judge Janine Pirro. (laughs) That is actually perfect. I think that's a very perfect Mad Lib. My dream girl, more like my nightmare girl. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Balls! Don't eat with your balls! (laughs) Get your balls off the table, boy. Those ain't chopsticks, son. (laughs) Those ain't meatballs with your spaghetti. Get them off the table. There's some good meat on that fish, kid. (laughs) I think we gotta hear the fish kid guy now that we... uh, um, there's some good meat on that fucking fish kid. That is still good meat on that fucking fish kid. Yeah, there we go. That's like that guy's a walking mad lib. So anyway, all right. So there we go. That was some fun mad libs. Good job, everybody. That was that was nice. But uh, we, we we need to start wrapping things up because Resist Your Sisters is right around the corner. We don't want to miss out on that. Um, uh, lots of lively uh, uh, topics of conversation, as always. Episode nine. Next show, you're in double digits, right? Oh my goodness! I hope everybody's wow. liking what we're doing so far. They are. They are. And yeah. you know, we're working on it. We're evolving. We're working on it, but yeah. Oh yeah, and you know, it, it takes time, but I mean, the the formula is, is for the most part there. I'm, I'm excited about it. So, um, but uh, all right. So, uh, Rain, do you want to go first for parting shots? With that My parting mind? shot is get out tomorrow, even if it means you have to drive 10 miles, but just please show up at any one of the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of yeah. marches tomorrow. For the, it, It's not just for the kids. I mean, the kids will tell you, yeah, it's all about us. But it it's really all about, is a bigger thing. It's all about, it, 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 it's about our country. Yes. In the yeah, future of our country. It really is. It really is. It's about the future of our country. It's about making sure that somehow can we find a way to make sure that people don't get killed every fucking day in America for no goddamn fucking reason. Yeah. So please march tomorrow. I'm going to be in D.C. I'm going to be with um, Mama and the Mook, Stephanie Miller's crew. Nice. Um. And uh, just march. Just march. It's important. And when you march, talk to other people and say, and just ask them, are you registered? 
And if they're not, make sure that just encourage them to register to vote. This is really important because if we don't change things in November, <clears throat> well, we might have to go really underground. We got to well, change things. Uh, I this think March we're, this is, really is a important to make. it's a step in the right direction, and I think that you know the younger generation has realized that um, things can't stand the way they are. And uh, their vo- uh, where uh, again, where is the groundswell of support uh, of this generation for the NRA and Trump? Doesn't exist. Yeah, doesn't exist. Um, yeah, that goes to what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Good point. And uh, and not only that, but you know, Rain, you, you you said, hey, if it's ten miles away, drive to it. Hey, you know what? Look at carpooling. Look at public transportation. If you got a few extra bucks. Uh, you know, uh, see if you can take a taxi or an Uber or a Lyft, uh, you know, pick people up along the way, split the fare, you know, uh, yeah. whatever, you know, to see if there's buses leaving from, you know, uh, you know, your area and there's extra seats, whatever. So, yeah, definitely. And if you're in a metropolitan area like like me, hop on that train, go downtown. Go down to the mall. No, no. <laughs> Do not go to the mall. Don't go to the mall. Just Roy Moore say, will be there. Don't go to the mall. And he'll be looking yeah, around saying, yeah, hey, just, where, all, where are all the youngins? There. Just try to do something. Do something. Yeah. This one is really yeah. important. And, and the Women's like, March was yeah. important, but this one feels different. It, it does. It, it Well, it's for a completely different reason that it's happening. And, and not only that, but, you know, Michelle made a great point with her call. If you can't go, if you can't march, if, it, it, you know, if, uh, you know, um, it's too far away or, you know, you can't stand or walk for that long of a period of time. Hey, you know what? Michelle gr- made a great point. Donate money, too, because, you know, yes. they, they need that as well and uh yeah. uh but anyway uh bobber we'll let you go next uh so beer making is going on i like that well this is actually a competition it's a homebrew competition this is exciting how many entrants are there uh entrants um probably about 100 uh the entries i think we've got uh 270 entries so, so you're go- are you going up against that many people to see who uh, has the best homebrew? Sort of. Uh, so the way the way it sort of works is that there's uh, you know it's just they're the, the, grouped by uh, you know, the type of beer they are, whether it's like a German wheat beer or a British brown or an American pale ale or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they're they're sort of judged with other beers that are similar. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that makes so sense. So ha- you have like. We have like 25 different tables that, you know, so these are all broken down. And then of all those, the first place winner in each table goes to best of show. Oh. And then the, and then the best of show is this, you know, the, you have the top three coming out of the best in show. Well, good luck to you, my brother. And I hope you pull it out. So, yeah, I'm actually the, the organizer for this. Raising. Oh, I'm yes. sorry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I was thinking sorry, the, babe, go on. I was thinking the same thing, Rain. That's okay. I'm sorry, babe. Go on. I, but I, yeah, I, I, I do. Have, I do have three entries. I'm not. This time, I'm not judging. I'm the organizer, so I just I got to make sure everything happens correctly. So, well, you know, and it, for the next time I ask you about this, I'll, I'll buy myself a tape recorder. You know, you know what you do? You you buy yourself a tape recorder. You just record yourself for a whole day. I think you're going to be surprised at some of your phrasing. 
Yeah, there you go. <laughs> 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 All right, well, we'll have fun tomorrow, uh, and awesome, good on you, Rain. And uh, Joe, uh, you get the final parting shot tonight. Well, first of all, Donnie signed the omnibus bill today, right? Yes. What he what he and he said nobody read it, right? Well, obviously he didn't. Of because course. somebody unknown to anybody, that they don't know who did this, snuck more san- Russian sanctions into this bill. <laughs> really? Oh, I missed really? that. Oh, yes. that's that's on, rich. Joe. That is and so nobody rich. knows. Nobody knows who did it, but they that's, that's did. That's awesome. And he signed it. Oh, you dummy! Oh, I got I got to draw for that. Here you go. Here you go. That's really rich. So. Joe says things a lot of the time, and I'm like, really? That's awesome. And then I realized, no, Joe is just. No, no, no. That happened. That this happened. happened. They 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 don't even know who did it. They don't even know how it happened. But in the bill. Somebody put sanctions on doing businesses with first certain Russian businesses, and snuck it into the bill. And he Snap, push, it. and pop. There it was. <laughs> and also, uh, I want to know if you're homeschooled, where does the bus pick you up? Uh, <laughs> it's where it drops you off. They drop you off at Breitbart and um, uh, Stormfront. <laughs> Uh, so, okay, you know where that so is. So you can do comments. Part. So you can do comments. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, gr- that's awesome, Joe. Uh, please check out the Tim Carmel show. The, it, we're looking forward to the clown car as always. You can hear, uh, you know, go to timcarmel.com uh, and download the podcast. Subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher, and of course, hear the evening broadcast at directly uh, after Turn Up the Night every Tuesday at ten fifteen p.m. Eastern. Much like you'll hear Resistor Sisters tonight at ten fifteen p.m. And then I'll hop around here about midnight and play some rock and roll on the Night Show, which I really need to retool. Um, but uh, we really do have to go right now but uh great show tonight guys i really appreciate it and uh yes march for our lives tomorrow do it do it do it yes that's it over and out rock and roll god bless america time for go to bed i'm finished goodbye we now conclude broadcast activities on behalf of the management and staff we wish you a pleasant good night Tanker aircraft is very important based on everything. No shit.